Good evening, it's me, the monk. Have you ever listened to Trash Taste and thought, that doesn't seem too hard, I can do that? Well, you're in luck, because today I want to talk about Anchor, the easiest way to make podcasts, and it's completely free. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. I mean, it's literally what we're using now. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. And you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are literally endless. You can make anything, music analysis, talk shows, or even an anime podcast that talks about anime. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, if you want to give podcasting a go, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started anyway back to the episode top of the morning to you laddies oh my fucking god <laughs> welcome okay. back to another episode okay. of trash taste podcast i i, I apologize <laughs> i'm not for- ready <laughs> 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 apparently we weren't ready either yeah, that's how i'm starting it off <laughs> that's how i'm starting it off welcome to the trash taste podcast i'm joey and i'm with connor and Garn as always yes. and i had to do that intro because of this guy sitting next to me introduce yourself hi I'm the token Irishman for today. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, awesome. Have you ever had an Irish person on your podcast? I don't no, believe no. we have. No, no, no. I mean, nice. I don't know many Irish people to be yeah. with. So. Me neither. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we got Jack Septi guy on. Finally. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming on. No problem. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> what? How you doing? <laughs> yeah. How are you today? Me down. How are you? I'm good. Okay. Yeah? Jeez. Yeah. Woke up a little bloated, but I'm feeling fine now. Like. <laughs> What else? Like my stool was good. Like, <laughs> what else do you want to know? <laughs> nah, I'm, fine. I'm good. good. Yeah, because you were telling us earlier that you've only done like a few podcasts in your entire YouTube career, which, considering yeah. how long you've been on YouTube, actually, like, is like really surprising to me. I mean, no one asks. Everyone has their podcast. <laughs> I, 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 like, is that the secret? Just no, ask. It's, yeah, I think it's because they're scared to ask. You know, because when someone's like yeah. kind of like well known and big, it's like, oh, if I ask, am I like, ins- am I, am I? Just, you're just too famous, Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm very intimidating. Yeah. Whenever yeah. people see me online, yeah. like, it's too scary. No, <laughs> what if he yells at me? <laughs> I think I feel like when you're when you're when you're known as being nice as well, it's even scarier. Actually, like, yeah. What if, what if they're just a monster? Yeah. What if I'm yeah. the one? What if, guy? <laughs> what if they're just where, a where Sean is on with you? Bro, if you send the dm they don't reply back you're just like you're yeah, destroyed yeah, for the year yeah, yeah. <laughs> just fucked. yeah but um i guess i don't think there's anyone watching this episode today who doesn't there know probably who is, there probably approach. is but just in case there is just yes. in case there's a person who's been under a rock can you very briefly explain what you do uh no in a non-cynical <laughs> way if possible um i started off doing gaming videos on youtube and it's since progressed into mainly gaming but kind of everything right. i've done a right. tour i have a coffee company i have a clothing company none of which i have with me which is very <laughs> probably would have been the best time to yeah that. yeah just have it stickered all over me yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, well we'll get our editor to put it on screen you know yeah, yeah that's that's all good joy's face not why <laughs> Yeah, buy that. <laughs> I'm like the same co- complexion as a coffee bean, so yeah. just, just put it on top. There you go. I didn't say that. I... <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then you have amassed how many fucking subscribers now? Like 700 million, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll go with that. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> what do you want right now? That's like 28.4, I think. Yeah, just, just a casual. Yeah. yeah. It's slowed down a lot, but... Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, which, like, I, I got to ask, at which number did you just, like, stop like looking at it and just stop caring about it because I, th- I think like i think every big youtube i've talked to they, they reach a point and then they just forget what number that they're at yeah. yeah i think it was after six million 
I think was when, because they were coming in so quick and so often that it was like after six, I was like, okay, I don't know what to do with this anymore. Right. <laughs> like a million is like a big deal for everyone. And then you hit five and then like between five and 10 is a little nebulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on. And right. I didn't know why people were there and I was just trying not to annoy anybody to piss them off or get them to go away. So I was like... Just keep my head down and stay going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, none, of, none of us are at that point. No, no, no. Maybe one. Can't relate. Yeah, I can't, can't okay. relate. It's probably more of like a time exposure more than it is like a milestone. I think right. mile, I think subscriber milestones are kind of easy to judge your time on YouTube. Like yeah. Where they right. happen, you kind of yeah. remember them. But I think for everybody, it's kind of like a time base. After like a couple of years, you kind of settle yeah. into it. You know who you are and what you're doing. And Yeah. yeah that's so, like, so like how long have you been on YouTube? Like... Where, like when was the exact beginning where you started your first uploads um end of 2012 so i'll be 10 years at the end of this year like oh, very wow. end like Congrats. end of november start of december you survived for, <laughs> for some reason i thought it was way longer than 10 years like because you seem like it feels like you've been around since basically like the start the of the platform yeah. at, le at least like from my perspective so hearing that it's not even 10 years that like blows my mind actually yeah it's really weird because i'm i'm technically at like the second generation because you have like smosh and toboscus mm. mm. first gen right and then i for the longest time i wasn't even considered the second wave that people said that i was like adding into the tail end of that and mm. then right now a certain amount of time has gone by and everyone's convinced I've been since the beginning. So yeah. I, I don't know when that happened. But. <laughs> Do people still use the whole generation thing for even for like newer YouTubers now? Or is it just talking about more? Yeah, like what audience? generation are we in right yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I have like, no idea. It's like 12th generation YouTuber. <laughs> I think people just know the cycles when they come in, but no right. one has a right. generation anymore. Mm. Yeah, I mean like, cause I remember it, the, I, I, I think it was much easier to define generations back then because uh, one, people gave a shit about things like YouTube Rewind. So right. it was, it was <laughs> it, it was much easier to like segregate to like oh okay i recognize these faces oh right. there's a new there's a lot of new faces to youtube yeah, rewind and then suddenly you're just like i do not know anyone yeah. uh in this video i think it's also because like you know during the first couple of generations there was like a literal handful of people that were like the ones that made yeah. it right but now yeah. it's like how many people would you consider the, I mean, the ones that made it? You there's know, there's a lot of channels now that have like 50 plus million subscribers that mm. you wouldn't. Yeah, I did like a, I did like a higher or lower thing where you like guess YouTube subs. It's like a, a new yeah. updated version of it with oh, current mm -hmm. stats, right? And I right. went through it and it was like this person versus this person. I was like, well, they, I think there are Spanish YouTubers. I was like, they're going to have a lot, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I have no idea who this person is. And it was like 40 versus 50 million. <laughs> right. yeah. I'd never heard of any of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Because the rewinds went international then as well and started involving like Japanese people. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I forgot about that. Yeah. The guy from Wilder. Yeah. Have, I'm assuming you've been in YouTube rewinds then. Yeah, I think I've been in two, <laughs> but I've never been there in person. Right. Because every time they asked me, I either had something going on or they asked me to do some fucking stupid shit where I was like, <laughs> you get on a green screen and like pretend you're falling through space because that was the year like the Katy Perry meme. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. not doing that. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I, I just won't be in it this year. <laughs> you cannot pay me any amount of money to do yeah. that. Yeah. It, it felt like everyone was in it for like clout to be like, that's me, yeah. I'm in it. Yeah. Was like, I, I don't need that. Yeah. Myself. Because even if you are in it, you're probably in it for like, one second yeah. at most, right? If I'm in it, I want to be in it for something like cool or good or like you yeah, act yeah, a yeah. thing out or something. I was like, mm. I don't want to be like, everyone thinks I'm cringe already. I don't want to be in it for like <laughs> wacky on a fucking cringe? green screen. Well, back then they did. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, what, what year was that? Like, I think that was like 2016 or 17. Oh, era. okay. Like yeah, green yeah. hair era. Right, right. Oh, okay, right. okay. So it was like the peak of when I was like a caricature of myself mm. and then everyone expected yeah. like a certain thing. And well, actually that's, a, that's an interesting question. Like, 
would you say at the beginning of your career you very much were like a character caricature of yourself and that you've kind of like changed your image as you've like evolved in your career here on youtube i, I think at the beginning i was like someone else completely because i i started off and i wasn't like being irish or like being myself so i was like i'll speak clearly and that was like hello everybody this is me <laughs> <laughs> for some reason it just sounded american i guess that's what right. i thought right right yeah i mean I, I do the same thing whenever i try and do american accent it just sounds like markiplier yeah well you have the tone right, right yeah right. yeah yeah um, but I think I, I was that for a while, and then I was like, "No one's watching, no one cares." And I was like, "I'll just right. I lean into myself and my culture a bit more, mm. and yeah. like separate myself out." And that was where like top of the morning and everything started. Yeah. Mm. And then I think after like four or five years, then it was like peak caricature because then you're just you know what people like, you know what they want to hear. Yeah. yeah. Like you guys will mention an anime or something some point in this episode, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. You, just, you go through the numbers. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you clearly <laughs> haven't watched the many episodes of You're going to just know what your audience wanted yeah. for a while. And right, right, you're right. Yeah. into that more and more. So is that like kind of what inspired the whole, like, I guess, screaming at the top of your face like yeah. type of caricature, right? Like, it was right. like Happy Wheels, like two a week. And it was like, you yeah. know what people want. They love the catchphrases. Right. Right. It's right. kind of like ticking boxes. And then you kind of get tired of that and mm. yeah. go to something else. Yeah. Well, I feel like that was like an entire generation of YouTube where like, oh, especially yeah. like yeah. The, the first wave of Let's Players, it was mm. very much about a gimmick and high energy it, yeah. it needed to be like high energy right there, there, yeah. if 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 you are speaking below the decibels of like a live concert then you're you you are just not making yeah. it on youtube yeah, if, if your mic like. was not peaking you weren't doing it right <laughs> yeah so people still like purposefully peak their mic just to make it sound louder right yeah right, yeah <laughs> wait they do wait, yeah why? I was like, have you ever watched like a well? Oh, because it's like a like a deep fried meme where it yeah. sounds funny. Yeah, and it's like yeah. the 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 louder you shout, like the cooler it sounds. I keep oh god, every time I tune into like Tommy and it's oh, yeah. oh yeah 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 yeah. Tommy, I love you. You're great. You're super funny. But fix your fucking microphone. <laughs> I think it's going for like the Tyler One kind of mic. Right? Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Let's forgive him instead of him being a moron. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not friends with him. Like, he's not yeah, I can't like, yeah. say this. Yeah. He just turned 18. He's not a child anymore. <laughs> yeah, so you can legally bully him. Yeah, I can legally yeah. beat the shit out of you now. No, it'd be one felony. Yeah, yeah. And you can go to jail now. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so mentioning anime are you a big anime guy <laughs> <laughs> i want to be i want to right, I, right. I want to have like that knowledge of like the obscure shit but i'm such a normie when it comes but, to anime but most uh, most conversation you'll ever have about anime is a normie conversation that's true like, yeah. Yeah. Julian can't know so many things and you they never you just seem pretentious if you're like i know this show no no no, no. Yeah, like, like yeah, you, you do you guys do seem pretentious yes, okay okay are. like I, absolutely you have, we have all this knowledge and then we have like the same like conversations not 90% of the time anyway because yeah, everyone's right. watching yeah, huh? that's that's what I've learned recently though is that like it doesn't matter how much actual knowledge you have on the medium because yeah. 90% of the questions are going to be so what did you think about the latest Attack on Titan episode yeah right? yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah. going to get to like that level right yeah Look, that new season of Attack on Titan sucks <laughs> I hate it <laughs> I think it was really I think really? it was building up for the last one well yeah I, yeah I'm being a bit harsh but I just I feel like God, are we actually have it was like yeah. yeah yeah okay okay yeah, we 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 we're getting into this now <laughs> I, I I loved all the first three seasons I got into the manga I read all of it mm. the yeah. ending was like oh, you know, whatever I, oh. it was I haven't, I haven't read it yet, I haven't so read the manga yet, so you you you're even like ahead of us in this yeah. game then yeah and the ending I was like yeah whatever and then I was like waiting for it to happen I was like there's a couple of good scenes in there and then it happened I was like Mappa are so much better than that like. <laughs> 
I feel like yeah. well, Jujutsu Kaisen came out at like the same time, and I was like, "That's what you can do," and this is what we're getting. And I'm right. like, yeah. you sound like a, an, an anime fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this, is, this is you're naming studios. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Casual, yeah. I like, the the fact like, that you know what like the base level of mapper is is like more than most people. Like, I, I, now I'm just pissing off your audience. <laughs> no. Most of them don't come here for anime but yeah they, yeah like, oh my god they can speak about it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because like I, I didn't expect that you would just name drop an anime studio because right. that's like even you call yourself a casual anime fan but the, that <laughs> yeah. level of knowledge is even more than <laughs> most people i talk Wait, to you know so you you like jujutsu kaisen as well then? yeah I, I fucking love jujutsu kaisen wow not like him He's well like <laughs> okay jujutsu kaisen's story is like whatever it's so like by the book right. so yeah. okay. but i yeah. feel like it leans into that and it's like you're just here to watch cool animation you're just here to watch cool fights yes yes it's like it's i like, love this show so much it's like yeah. naruto again but it's like we cut out right. all the annoying shit and just, <laughs> <laughs> it's like here's just fight scenes like go for it no yeah. yeah also naruto doesn't have like toto so like that's like, true like the best character that's true. That's in true. any show yeah. ever but but it does have kakashi which is just basically gojo just yeah. like all over again yeah. you know yeah but yeah. Gojo, gojo's more marketable right gojo's really <laughs> he's younger he's yeah. sexier yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. the younger sexier kakashi people, you know? yeah. I mean? but i yeah. watched naruto for the first time like last year yeah yeah i remember you like, telling like, me wait yeah. you watched it yeah. oh how, how did that happen <laughs> you watched naruto for the first time in 2021 well i did too yeah because I remember like, you texting me about it actually. Yeah. You were like, do you think I should? And I was like, I mean, you go for it. Like, yeah. Because my girlfriend had watched it growing up and that's right. what got her into stuff. And right. she's she she lived in Japan actually for a long time. And oh, really? Like a right. master's in Japanese and everything. Oh as well. shit. Oh, yeah. okay. She's she that was like that stuff was what got her into it. Right, right. right. And then mm. since I don't have any nostalgia for it, I was like, let's watch it now and see if it holds up. And we kind of did get a non-vice view on it. Yeah, right, we did yeah. like the non-filler sort of stuff like yeah. people had listed on like reddit what like the key yeah, ones yeah. to there's watch websites there. dedicated yeah to yeah the there's, there's you like basically cut out like a third of now yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So I, we did that and i was like it's still way too long yeah yeah <laughs> i was like we need a naruto kai to come out with, <laughs> or a brotherhood or something right, right yeah because like i'm curious since you've watched naruto last year i've always thought that it's like if you read the manga maybe it would be a much better experience but right. i think with the way anime production was back then with a lot of filler not just in episodes but within certain scenes it would just just have dragged so much yeah. did you do you think it's a good show i think it is i think it has a lot of heart to it and i think knowing the pedigree that it has and the fact that it started all of those trends that that and Dragon Ball kind of like yeah. pioneered a lot of that mm. like long drawn out battle kind of shit mm. yeah and the fact that that's why I'm saying like Jujutsu Kaisen feels like that, but modernized. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They right. cut out a lot of the nonsense, but at the same time, they cut out most of the I love how Jack has time. more of an in-depth opinion on Jujutsu Kaisen compared to like most people. I do agree though. Jujutsu Kaisen is just like, we're getting on with it. Shit's yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Always like the first episode, like they just get right into it. Whereas like, you know, yeah. you can tell shows from like 2000s when they take their sweet fucking time to let anything happen in this Oh, show. like yeah. Demon Slayer? Uh, yeah. Demon Slayer Demon Slayer is like Naruto, but the exact same. Where it's like right. all the annoying characters, all the filler shit, all of the like drawn out battles. Right, and, like, right, right. The animation's so good. Just do that it, over and over again. Was there any animes you watched that you were like, I'll give it a shot, and you were like very surprised that you enjoyed it? Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, it's same, amazing. same. Hasn't I, I, I love Full Metal Alchemist. It's, it's, it's amazing. Who's it's your my, favorite character? It's uh, Ed. You know, <laughs> everyone loves Ed. Shit, he's right. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> all the truth. That, that was one I had heard a lot of. Yeah. I mean, Brotherhood, Brotherhood is amazing. Really yeah. And then I watched it and I was like, 
and then it became my favorite of all time because oh. I was just like, Damn. it's just yeah. lean. It has a story to tell. It gets in, gets out, does it? Mm. Yeah, I mean, like I think like for the anime community, Fullmetal Alchemist is kind of like the godfather of like anime. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like on the top of like every. Yeah top anime list of all time. It's like sacrilege if yeah. you don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. It's there, just right? always on the top. And of course, everyone looks there and they're just like, yeah, you know, I guess it's, pr- it's probably the top. You know, I'm not going to argue that Full Metal right. Alchemist, you know, like I, I I, haven't even seen it. And I'm just like, yeah, it's probably the top. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, That was why I watched it because yeah. it was on the top of everyone's list. And I was yeah. like, sure, I'll give it a shot. And mm. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. It, it feels really unremarkable when you start watching it, but something about it just keeps you so engaged. Mm, and I, I don't yeah. know what quite it is. Yeah, actually. I think it's just like a really Just put it on now. Show. We can watch it together. <laughs> <laughs> live, live reaction. Right yeah. my, my fans have been trying to get me to watch for like five, six years now. <laughs> but like, yeah, as someone actually... Asking you guys an anime question, as someone who hasn't seen Fumato Alchemist, you know, you have you have shows like Attack on Titan, like Jujutsu Kaisen, like Demon Slayer, which, you know, is very much critically acclaimed, but there's always like a, there always seems to be like a group that like is like anti, like 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 tries to bring it down. Like the the Attack on Titan is mid crew or the Jujutsu Kaisen is mid crew or whatever, but like it just doesn't seem like that exists for Full Metal Alchemist. And I was just like, I think why? It's well, I mean, for one, it's like a genuinely good show for one, but I think it's yeah. also the fact that now it's just put on such a legendary status that it's like, I don't know, there isn't, I think it's just a losing battle. Yeah. If you go out there and try to be that guy to be like, oh, I think it's fucking overrated or whatever, then everyone, yeah. everyone, I think collectively is like, okay, sit down. You know, kind of like, all right, <laughs> right, baby right. boy. You know? It's just, it's very lean. Like it has like 65 episodes or something, mm, which yeah. nowadays is like unheard of. Yeah. It's yeah. just, I think because Brotherhood came out, it did a lot of the heavy lifting because the original one was kind of all over the place. Yeah, 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 had, yeah. had filler stuff and everyone's like, no one cares. <laughs> so now people are just like, here's a, like a decent story start to finish and it keeps like having twist and twist and twist and mm, the pace is right good, so yeah i think it was just like yeah just a well-oiled machine that just you know was good what enough an interesting way to describe yeah, it was it was like a well it was a well-oiled machine that just like it just it was lubed the fuck up it was really smooth it worked perfectly like everything it tried to do it did well yeah so it was a pretty mature for oh, that yeah. era i think yeah there's, st- there's still a lot of like fucked up scenes like even in yeah. today's standards i think um, i think even like in the mainstream, I think Attack on Titan is the only thing really yeah. since that's like, mm. like people are fucking dying left, right and center. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like Attack on Titan is because most time when an anime gets super, super popular, it's basically just Shonen Jump. It's, mm-hmm. you know, shows like Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, My Hero Academia. And then Attack on Titan has been like the adult show, I guess, the most adult show that's gotten yeah. s- as close to mainstream as I think anime has gotten. Mm-hmm. Even uh, though it's still technically a Shonen yeah, manga, even, is, yeah, it is technically. Hmm. Uh, you, you know, even though it's, it technically is published mm-hmm. in a Shonen magazine, you know, it's it's seen as like more mature. Especially, you know, you mm-hmm. watch Attack on Titan, you're like, this ain't no My Hero Academia. No, you no, know, no, 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 yeah, definitely not. Do you have like a favorite anime or manga then? Uh, favorite anime is Full Metal. Um, it used to be well, it was like the first season of One Punch Man. I really loved. As well. Oh, of okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. The second Classic. season was like a step down and I was like ah, man you could have just left it there it would have been fine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, think, I think I know what your favorite manga is it's, it's Berserk right yeah, yeah. you read Berserk I feel like anyone who's read Berserk yeah, oh my yeah, god yeah. it's like top of their list yeah like, yeah yeah I think it's my favorite too because yeah. I, I started and again like Full Metal was like top of everyone's list and I was yeah. like Dark Souls like From Soft are huge into them I was like yeah. I'll give it a shot and then I had the Dark Horse like the oh, the on. thick yeah. ones, the thick yeah, ones, right? I had like yeah. one of those for a long time. And I was like, pandemic's happening. I'll finally 
read it and yeah. then right. just blast it through the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's the uh, uh, same. I did it just pandemic as well. And fuck, man. I don't it's know. It's just, you can't put it yeah. down. Anyone who's like hasn't read it and hears us talk like that, it's like it's it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of it's really drawn out, but it's like the only thing that actually benefits from it. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I feel like the pacing is perfect for the story it wants to tell. It doesn't. It's not always like an action fest, but I feel like even like the quieter moments just draw you in and immerse yeah. you so much the, the, i think for me the quieter moments <coughs> of berserk is what i enjoyed the most oh, they hit really hard. yeah, yeah, there, yeah, are yeah. Some, there are some panels that are just like so still and yet it's like i don't know very intense at the same time yeah. it's very difficult to explain but like, yeah. i just like the scale of it because it sets up it's like okay here's one bad guy and then yeah. it follows that the entire way through they're not like here's an arc with that bad guy and then it's yeah. someone else mm-hmm. and then you're yeah like, like reeling through it, being like, okay, when do we get back to good shit again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like one one pillar the entire way through. And then the yeah. hero is like, it doesn't do that stuff for like his power level goes down and mm. then it goes back up and down. It's like, it's just very consistent the whole way through. And it's more about the interpersonal drama of yeah. it than anything. I knew it was special because you, you know when you get like one third of the way through something and you're like, oh no. Yeah. Oh no, I'm getting through this. Yeah. Oh, no, it's gonna end. I'm gonna have to say. When bye. you go to the golden age and it's like, wait, no. this this isn't a flashback. And he's like, that's the prologue? That's the yeah. prologue to the story. <laughs> but yeah, shame that we're never gonna see the end of it. I still haven't like I've still not brought up the courage to read the final like few chapters I, yet. I still haven't read the final volume. It's just yeah. been like sitting on really? my I'm show. a bigger weed than you guys yeah. have. I've, I've done it. I've read it. Yeah. I bought it, I bought it on release. I got like the special special like uh like soundtrack edition oh. to it as well and I'm, but i'm just i don't want to read it because i know once i read that that's it there's no more berserk there's no right? more berserk i totally agree yeah. have they said like definitively if it's like done now or not uh, so th- is, yeah, for a little while there was this rumor that was going around where huck Sensha, the the publishers were thinking about continuing on the series and then it got a ton of backlash online yeah, yeah. just being like no nah, dude just just let it go to rest so right now we don't know yet there is a possibility that they might. I personally don't want that because yeah, 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 because again, like I haven't read the last couple of chapters, but I heard that like the last couple of chapters actually kind of has like a somewhat round ending to it, right? Or yeah, I guess, yeah. You know, it feels like you're getting very close to the end. Yeah, almost, yeah, in a weird way. You can kind of predict yeah. what you think. Yeah, will happen. yeah, mm. yeah. There's yeah, and I, I I don't feel like you know obviously Muir is like one of the arguably the greatest mangaka who's ever lived yeah you know especially with his masterpiece berserk and just who would even one who would even want to try to even take up that mantle yeah. you know yeah, <laughs> like exactly. I, I wouldn't want to be that person you no, know no. um and like you know to it kind of just feels to me at least it kind of feels disrespectful if you know someone passes away and you know th- there are some instances that maybe you know some people can continue on their vision if they know what's going to happen mm-hmm. but in this case it just feels like such a personal story that i don't yeah, really I feel like anyone can tell it but muri himself yeah yeah. Maybe, yeah maybe we'll get like a thing of like his notes or like mm. yeah like yeah art book of what he was thinking would happen i feel like that's the best way because then people can just Make, make up it, their own yeah, endings. Can, yeah, fill in the blanks, right? I should yeah. never be disappointed by an ending that doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah true, true. I saw something similar to that when I went to the Berserk exhibit, though. There was like a cut. He's like, trying to rub it in now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, like, let me let me flex on you right yeah, now. Yeah, flex on you real quick. But like, yeah, there was like a there was like kind of a glass cabinet of like a bunch of like Mira's notes mm-hmm. that were kind of written down, and there was like not nothing really like concrete that went after the manga yeah. or after where the manga ended. But um, it was just really cool to see like I guess his like thought process and like sketches yeah. on like mm-hmm. a bunch of shit because it's like it's like really just super fine 
stuff, like very, very basic shapes for characters who then ended up being, you know, characters like Zod or like, yeah. you know, these like insane pieces of art, essentially, in right. manga form. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What was I going on about? Yeah, I went to the Bazooka's in this call. Professional podcast. That wasn't even like a question. He that was just got his phone and go through pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you like, yeah, you'll never see it. <laughs> yeah, so did you have a point, Joey, or did you just want to rub it into flex. us? <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. wanted to flex, that's yeah. all. Yeah, it was a great yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah. my tears. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to Japan yourself? Uh, once, yeah. We, uh, oh God, what year was it? It was before, it was like 2019, I think. Right. Um, right before the pandemic. Yeah. And we went, cause I got offered to go to a thing with, cause Godzilla was coming out and Detective Pikachu were coming oh, out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Second Godzilla movie. Mm. So we got to go with like Warner Brothers flew us out to do a thing. Oh, wow. Right. And then cause my girlfriend lived there and she's fluent and everything. It was like, can we like extend our trip? So we went for like, <laughs> 10 days. Mm. Oh, nice. And nice. Was, nice. Like, four on our own. And then the rest was like doing stuff with that. It was right awesome yeah did it feel like it was enough days or were you like oh no i need more i think for that trip it was because we mm. ended with all the like press junkety yeah oh, okay okay right. okay so it, it felt like we we like revisited the same place we went to like harajuku the first time when we were there and then mm. got to yeah. see like the temples and stuff and then when we went back it was like here you go again but yeah. it's like right. scheduled out so mm. it was a little different but yeah we got to go to the the Toho place, and we got to see like all the original like props for all the earlier movies. And, oh, that's right, cool. right. Like the original like costume and everything was. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that stuff was really cool. Got to see Ryan Reynolds again. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he waved guy, at right? me. You're in Free Guy. Yeah, <laughs> he waved yeah. at you. <laughs> well, that was the thing. I met him for the Deadpool thing, and then right. the Detective Pikachu thing. He was on a boat, and he was like, "Hey, that guy!" And he like waved down at me. <laughs> and I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> Like, he remembers. He remembered me. <laughs> and then we like took a picture all together and I was like standing next to him being like. <laughs> cool. Yeah, good to see you. <laughs> I will remember this moment. So there was a lot of things in that trip that like made it a much bigger deal. Than yeah, 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 yeah. Well, oh, yeah. how did like the free guy and like the Deadpool collab come about? And what, what was it like, you know, being in projects Absolute like that? fluke. Right. I, when... The Deadpool, Deadpool was coming out, the second one. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I'd loved the first one already, and I was such a massive fan of Ryan anyway. Yeah. And then I was talking about him so much in my videos and just kind of like, kind of annoyingly, I would say. I feel like if, if someone did that <laughs> yes. to me, I'd be like, fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I had been talking about him so much that he liked one of my tweets one day. Because right. I guess people were just badgering him about me. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. And I was, I was coming back from a trip one time and then saw on my phone that he had followed me. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, it was like, oh. dad found my account. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Delete everything. Yeah. But then... I think that happened, and then I had played the Deadpool game just because for search engine, the movie was coming out. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Play it. People yeah. were watching, yeah. it. and then I think Warner Brothers, whoever were over it at the time, got wind of that, and then got in contact with me, and we're like, "Well, now we have to put you in a room together because you guys have interacted, <laughs> and you've played the game." And yeah, then because of that, it like snowballed from there to like all the other celebrity. Mm, right. Jeez. Wow. It was just random chance. It was a pure miracle. <laughs> That's so cool. Though. Basically, just meme up your favorite celebrity, yeah, right? And and, and just yeah, 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 yeah. Just be the biggest fanboy. Online <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like make the worst much, story ever. Like, <laughs> just keep tweeting at them. Yeah. Just make as much noise as possible to your favorite celebrity, and then eventually they'll notice you. Annoy the shit out of you. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that's it. so cool though. You, you you were also in uh, what was it? Poppy Playtime, the newest yeah. one recently. Oh, that yeah, was that yeah. was. I, I played the game and I was like, is that? 
because it's not like a, the grainiest fucking I'm like is that yeah just, and you just yeah. see like my chin for like <laughs> yeah. and then once my full face comes in everyone has the same reaction yeah yeah yeah, yeah. What, what was that all about I mean I, I, <laughs> again in the first chapter yeah, I was, was like yeah I could do a voice in this game. Put me in the game. And then they messaged me afterwards being like, do you want, do you want to be in the game? I was like, it's oh. that easy. Yeah, I just fucking annoy people. But just, I, I'd been in a couple of things like Bendy and the Ink Machine and Puppet Combo oh, did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think they were just like, yeah, be in it. But I, I didn't think I'd be a person in it. They were like, Oh, it was just tapes oh. of voices the first time. And I was like, I, I can do that. I've oh, done... like you thought it was just going to be a voice of you. Yeah. 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 Right, and then right, they right. sent me the thing and it was like, dress up in like a yellow shirt and like have a <laughs> lanyard, which they didn't give me a template for and I right. had to make. <laughs> right. Um, and then I was like, okay, I'll act. And I was like, fuck, now I have to like learn the lines, like be in a camera and like, <laughs> right. it took me so like <laughs> seven takes just to get like a sentence out. This feels like big brain though. Instead yeah. of having to play the game yourself just be in every other letter. yeah yeah, yeah. Like just, it works out great then i play it and i'm like i'm in poppy playtime you just have a thumbnail of you Jesus yeah like, how is it like having to like memorize a script versus just you know doing a let's play or just being a youtuber i guess because i feel like there must be so much more pressure because yeah yeah do you have like an acting background in any, yeah well you're just winging not at all it. yeah just wing yeah. it i just well I, I i'm a huge fan of just watching movies and i love acting in general and i always thought i would do it yeah. eventually yeah and i have like mini characters on my own channel where I like play them every now and then and yeah. Yeah. want to do something with those in the future and I that was like a sandbox for me to just play around in it though and be like if I can do it I'll figure it out uh, but these things was like just here's a role if you want to do yeah. it and right like right audition right for them here and there and mm. I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's a <laughs> yeah. fun challenge though I think. Yeah. Mm. Oh definitely definitely. Yeah because I guess uh, I guess I guess you just kind of like in Free Guy, at least it was kind of like a cameo. So you got, kind of just got like to play yourself, I guess, right? Yeah, it was really bizarre because when I when they sent me the thing, being like, "If you want to be in Free Guy," and I was like, "It's a movie with Ryan Reynolds. Why wouldn't I be?" <laughs> I was like, "I'll do literally anything." To be my my boy Ryan, Reynolds. my boy. Yeah. <laughs> We're friends, by the way. Yeah, yeah. My, my he waved at me once. You, you open up. We're basically friends. You open up your Ryan Reynolds you know, shrine, you, and you're just you, like, "You flex berserk on me. I'll flex Ryan Reynolds on you." <laughs> He, definitely a bigger flex. Yeah. He texts me a video for my birthday this year. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. no way. Saying, like, happy birthday. And, like, no damn. That's, really that's like a $700 cameo right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just got your name wrong. Like. Yeah. Uh, good to see you, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, for Free Guy, uh, it was, I got, like, a script of, like, there's, like, a bunny rabbit character in it when they go into the world. Uh -huh. Right. And it was, like, those lines. And I was, like, oh, shit, that's, like, a character. And I thought it was like, oh, just walk in the background of something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sean Levy, the director, I had a call with, and I was like, here, learning these lines. And I was like, okay, treat this as an audition, okay? And I was mm. like, shitting bricks. I'm even getting nervous now thinking about it. <laughs> right. And it was so scary. And then I got on the phone with him, and he's the most infectiously happy guy of all time. Mm. He was like, yeah, we have this movie, and we're going to do it. And we'd love to have you in it, and it's so cool. Like, you'd play yourself. And I was like, oh, this is... I don't have to do anything then. It's just me. <laughs> Did I get the part from myself? Yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you want me to like... Do I read? Should I do a British accent? <laughs> so did I get the audition? Uh, how, how do I how do I, yeah. how do I stack up against yeah. the other Jacksepticeye auditions? Yeah. Honestly, I would lose that audition. <laughs> I have no idea how to be myself. But he like, he'd like text me the lines, like a script right. or an SMS. And I was like, oh, we're just shooting from the hip. Wow. And then I got to sit in my room yeah. like with my camera and do it 
as like they were like have it to us by like monday or whatever but mm-hmm. i was allowed yeah. to do it on my own with no direction and right they came back and they were like that was incredible we want you to in it more here's more lines so oh, really? oh, yeah. oh okay. if you watch the movie oh. it was like the very starting part was the only part i had initially right oh. i kept oh. showing up again and again oh. because they were like you were so good let's, let's put you in again <laughs> And I was like, great. And then they were like, yeah, Ninja was like in it. And he sent us like a C920 Logitech webcam. Oh, no. oh, no. And I was like, Ninja, come on. <laughs> so then his part in the movie has like a like a motion rig and like a really big camera. And I was yeah. like, now mine looks like shit. <laughs> well, it was super fun. Really, really cool experience to be part of. You know? oh, so nice. I got people like, as of like two days ago, my chiropractor messaged me being like, I saw Free Guy. It was incredible. I didn't know you were in it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah, that that is an awesome flex. This episode of Trash Taste is sponsored by PC Specialist. PC Specialists are one of the leading custom PC manufacturers in Europe, specializing in gaming PCs, laptops, workstations, and more. They have a focus on building high-performance systems for gamers, gamers, enthusiasts, that's him, enthusiasts, that's me, content creators, that's you, that's us, and professionals. That's not. That's all. That's not. That's not. Their easy-to-use configurator allows you to customize each component of your build to your desire, and each PC is meticulously cable managed to ensure neatness and tested to ensure stability and performance, unlike the boys' PCs. All of their PCs are powered by Windows 11. Playtime, anytime. So, if you want a new gamer PC, then click the link in the description and use code TRASH at the checkout. Back to the episode. I guess you talked about before how you felt like you played like a caricature, you know? Mm. At which point did you start to like kind of like not get maybe like not get tired of it but maybe think like you should just try to be yourself more. Was there like an exact moment or realization? Yeah, that I think happens? it was like I think it was a couple of moments. I think at the end of 2017, I have like a video on my channel saying it was like the worst year of my life. And mm. I was just miserable. I was in like a really crappy place mentally. Yeah. It was like the first time I ever got to like the end of the year and I spent Christmas alone and I was like, my mind went to some very dark places, which I won't get into detail of. Mm. Right. But I was like, that's that's not me. I don't normally think like this. Like clearly something's wrong. And I started like going to therapy and I started trying to like figure myself out and my mm. priorities. And then... I think like the next two years after that, we're still trying to like figure shit out. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I want to do. Do I do daily uploads again? Do I work on bigger things? And then Mm. kind of getting sick of myself. And yeah, I kept taking breaks so periodically and going away for like a month or two months and trying to figure stuff out. And then I think last year after my dad had passed, I was like, okay, I'm quitting. I'm done. I'm fucking out. I hate this. Yeah. I hate where the culture of YouTube is going. I hate everything that's going on. I don't want to play into the games of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I just took some time away and I was like, well, I don't have to take it that seriously. I started mm. off doing it like kind of in my bedroom, having fun and yeah. Yeah. just uploading daily games. And like subscribers don't really matter that much if you're mm. having fun with it and things are sustainable and views don't matter that much as long as you're still making like your living out of mm. it. Yeah. I've been so successful with it so far that I'll just have fun with it again. And I think mm. yeah. all of those pieces kind of culminated and I was like, yeah, it's, it's fun to do. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, since we've all done YouTube for like quite a long time, we forget sometimes that YouTube is a fun job, you know, yeah, because yeah. It, there's a lot of times when the grind can feel endless and you can forget sometimes that you yeah. started it because it's fun and it, it is a genuinely fun job. Yeah. And I, f- I feel bad like saying this because I'm sure a lot of people would like obviously like kill to be in in this position. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when you hear YouTubers talk about their job, it's always in like a negative connotation. Uh yeah, because it's, well, it, it becomes a thing that when you do it to a certain level and you get sustainable and you start earning money off of it and you get yeah. you get to a point where like your financial side of things are kind of in check and you're, yeah. you're yeah, fine yeah. and you can, you can afford rent and food, which is most people struggle and the friction in their life. Yeah. And then 
we we make our own hours so all you're left with are like emotional problems that you kind of have to deal with and right yeah. figure those out and then you have to figure out your own brain and then <laughs> i think for a lot of people it's easy to blame youtube for like things going wrong in your life if algorithms That's shift true. and yeah kind of like go wrong yeah or if an upload does bad it's like ah fuck the system and it's like maybe the video wasn't that good yeah 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 yeah, yeah. But it, people are very quick to blame the the algorithm yeah. Yeah. which there yeah. is a factor too of course it's not all perfect yeah. yeah but i think you know putting all your problems on the algorithm is something else yeah. entirely yeah. different right it's like yeah. an easy out sometimes yeah i mean yeah. I've, I've done it too i still kind of do I, th- it. I think we all have though i think that's like a path that every youtuber does definitely yeah. go through at one yeah. point in their careers it's just a matter of like whether you can realize that that is not the entire truth you know yeah because like, you put your entire self-worth into that and when it's successful it's like i'm amazing i'm doing great I'm yeah, yeah. But if that dips then it's like i'm a piece of shit yeah. <laughs> I, don't know how this, off, yeah. I don't know how this works anymore that person uploaded and it's fine and i do the same thing yeah, yeah. and then like someone new comes on and gets like fucking 50 million views yeah. doing like some something that you just think is so simple or something and you're yeah. like why why is the algorithm favoring this video yeah. and, and you just like feel like a lost soul sometimes I can't yeah. imagine the daily opera uploads uh make it uh easy to have time to think about yourself and where you are right that's no. i've never done daily uploads but that sounds terrifying i think it I, sucks I, yeah. I barely already have enough time to consider my own mental health i feel like mm. adding in the daily uploads like where do you how was that like yeah because how long did you do daily uploads for that's like five and a half years oh my God. it was it was double daily did you just have like no social life during that point nope Okay. Yeah. I was editing everything <laughs> myself. I would wake up, what? get a video ready for that day, or the two videos ready for that day, then record two more, edit them that night, and then go to bed. And oh I was my five god! Years. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's great when everything's like firing and like you're getting yeah. into it, and there is yeah. a passion there. Like, sure, work hard when it's there and everything's yeah. booming, but mm-hmm. take some time for yourself. Yeah. So, did yeah. you take any breaks at all? Nope. <laughs> oh Seriously, god. I think it was like seven years before I took my first proper like time off. Oh my and god! That, that was circumstantial for being on tour because I was like, I can't upload. I can't yeah, keep yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried vlogging on tour, and then I was wasn't doing my tour properly, and yeah. yeah, it was just too much. But that was like the first time I was like, oh, people will still be there if I come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like there is definitely when you set yourself a schedule, and that's how you get like a lot of success and a lot of traffic initially. You think mm-hmm. that you need to stick to this upload schedule or this right. like uh, expectations that you've set for the viewership. And I think like I one thing I will say is I think YouTube. YouTube's a lot become a lot more lenient, at least recently, yeah. uh, with just like realizing that your audience is what really holds the power. And even if yeah. you go to like a second channel, they will like your audience will follow you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I definitely think like nowadays, like, you know, when like when you were starting off, especially, I think the general consensus was like, if you're not uploading daily, then you're not even in the game, you know. Right. Whereas like now I think the 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 knowledge of that not necessarily being true, and that as Gan was saying, like your audience will be there even if you, you know, change stuff around or you move stuff around. I think now it's just become more like commonplace, I think, Mm, where it's like, you know, now you have channels that are starting off who aren't as pressured to do daily uploads Mm -hmm. if they don't want to, right? Like there are lots of successful channels now that probably upload like once a month. Yeah. Yeah. As long as the video is good. I just think the general level expected of the videos has just gotten crazy. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing with daily as well. It's like the daily videos weren't good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't. It was just like chopping out bits and then that's it. Mm. There was no like heavy editing on them. No, because you can't do it. Like it's physically impossible to find the time to do that, right? Unless you're planning, you know, weeks ahead. But And there, there was so much shorter as well. 
like these mm, days 20 minutes right yeah even even it was like 10 15 minutes sometimes yeah, right yeah. a lot more manageable yeah and like eight minutes was like the golden zone back that, in the day right. that's yeah. just so weird just playing a game for like 10 minutes and then be like all right guys yeah <laughs> calling it a day yeah. 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 yeah i mean that was like early felix was like amnesia was like 10 minute episodes yeah it was yeah, like, yeah. Tune in tomorrow for the next part yeah so it would take you like a whole month just to get through like a chunk of a game because yeah, i remember early game rooms was like that as well yeah. it was like it was like 10 minutes an episode and it's like all right mm. see you tomorrow yeah. yeah, that was normal, but now it's like unthinkable. Uh, everyone mm. wants like three hour videos now. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. yeah. Well, it's all it's all like idea first, yeah, and yeah. Then content after for most of like the most successful stuff yeah. on the platform. Like in that time, did you have like a basic work schedule? Did you were you just like okay, I'm going to play this game for this long, block out this time to play game, and block out this amount of time to like edit this kind of segment or was it just kind whatever of, I, I don't think i was conscious of it but i think it just happened naturally within my day i didn't even right. go to my own college graduation because i was like i need to edit this video <laughs> so i just got my like degree mailed to me and oh, that was oh like, and everyone else went out for like a graduation party and i was like i guess i'll go out for a couple of drinks and like, <laughs> i have to be home to work though <laughs> And like nobody else Jeez. understood it at right, the time. Right, now right. It, now it seems kind of silly to do that. It's mm, like, yeah, yeah, enjoy yourself and have fun. But yeah. back yeah. then there was no, like, you can't put your foot in the brake at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no work-like ethos. Yeah, you just get lost in the shuffle then. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I was doing, my first two and a half years of YouTube, I was doing daily uploads as well mm-hmm. while I was a full-time uni student. And the only reason why I stopped doing daily uploads is because my computer literally exploded on me. <laughs> Like, if my computer never exploded and, like, basically just completely stopped the ability to even, like, mm, make yeah. videos, then mm-hmm. I'd probably still be doing it for as long as maybe you did it. Yeah. But even then, so it's like, I can't imagine. You never missed a day for five years. Or was there some days you missed? I think so. I think there was one day I missed because Holy shit. a tree fell down from a storm and <laughs> cut out our power. <laughs> It literally took like an act of God. Yeah. <laughs> my internet was so shit at home as well that I would take them to college and upload them on the oh, computer. Oh my oh, God. I, I, I presume, you know, during the whole five years, right? There was like, I don't know, two, three years in, you were pre- doing pretty well for yourself. Like, oh yeah. Going, yeah. So what made you continue when you had already gotten to a point that was really successful that you felt that I need to keep doing this? Well, part of it was the emotional side of things mm. where you kind of don't want to be by yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. All you yeah, know yeah, is yeah, your work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, yeah, yeah. all you know is the noise. And if you're constantly busy, then nothing can creep up on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, I don't know, I think the landscape had kind of like started to shift and the demand for, I think it was like, like Life is Strange 1 came out and Felix did like a whole like the whole chapter in one video yeah that was unheard of at the time i was like you right. fucking idiot you gave away all these views that could have been like four episodes and then it, it paid off so well for him and then i was like oh wait watch time is such a big factor that yeah. everyone just started doing it yeah yeah that. yeah and you just couldn't do daily really anymore if you were doing that right mm. right so you didn't like you did you miss christmases new year's everything never oh my god because i was always like well well, I didn't like work on Christmas. Right, right, right. Ahead, you, yeah. You'd work ahead for like work two ahead. days, but it was like some people are alone at Christmas. I want videos right. for them to go out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. like I don't want to disappoint anybody. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they they come every day, like after school or after college or whatever. Yeah. And I guess that pressure just kept going as the subscriber count got higher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus. And then we went to like a a YouTube summit in New York in like 2016, mm-hmm. and like me, Mark, Felix, like a whole bunch of Casey Neistat, and a whole bunch mm-hmm. of other people were there. And then my YouTube rep kept like, like showing me around being like, this is Sean. He is like one of the fastest growing channels on the whole platform this year. Right, and right. I was like, what? <laughs> like, you didn't fucking tell me that. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I like went up and like Susan Wojcicki was there and like my contact was like, this is Sean. He runs like Jack Septica. And she was like, uh-huh. And I was like, okay, so what you're saying doesn't mean shit. Right. <laughs> I was like gassing me up to all these people. And then you talked to the CEO of YouTube and had no idea who I was. <laughs> right. she, she did uh, an interview with uh, Ludwig. That was that looked pretty good. I yeah. It yeah. All, yeah. She seemed very chill about it. I don't I, know if that's because I Ludwig. guess she wasn't in tune with the YouTube sphere back Maybe. then. As much yeah. yeah. Gaming right. had like just started to get big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Since, yeah. since then, she's been very, very nice to me. And she's yeah. had a lot of good things to say. <laughs> yeah. She's <laughs> that one time I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I, want an I want a second play button um, they say first impressions don't really matter obviously yeah. susan you know it does yeah, yeah, okay yeah. So, nah, she she just got blindsided by me yeah she's lovely everyone yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, likes yeah, to yeah. clown on susan for like the ceo of youtube it's like you think she knows what's going on <laughs> yeah. the ad department don't even talk to the marketing department at youtube like no one fucking knows what's going on at that platform too fair imagine it when you're at an event with like every other big youtuber it's unremarkable if another youtuber comes right like, yeah she's another one yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're there at a summit with like all like some of the biggest yeah creators. yeah yeah, like, yeah. Mm, what's another one to you <laughs> one thing i've always wondered is so we've talked quite a bit on the podcast about how you know the reach we have has definitely like affected our lives mm. uh, like off of youtube and especially at conventions and stuff like that like us three put together is like a fraction of the reach that you have. Like, how has it affected your life? Like, I'm I'm genuinely curious about what like your lifestyle is like and how you've had to adapt because yeah, of it. Yeah, it, it was a little weird in the beginning because like when you meet fans for the first time in real life, it's kind of scary and it's like, oh, and I lived in like a small town and I was like, oh, they're going to find out where I live. Mm. They eventually did. Right. right. And people show up at my door like three times a week. Like, Seriously. And like, <sighs> What would they ask for? Just like to come in for a Yeah, there was like, there was one time that I always remember because I lived in like a gated apartment area. Right. And they got in at like 9 a.m. I was like, how the fuck did that happen? Turns right. out my neighbors let them in because <laughs> they said oh. who I was. And they were like, he loves meeting people. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know you. And it was like, it was like a Polish family, like a mm. mother and her two kids. And they had this big wooden board with like YouTube written on it and my name. And oh, they were that's like, not we wanted cool. to give this to you. And I was like standing there in like my underwear and a shirt, <laughs> having just rolled out of bed. Like, oh. on the American accent and just been like, no, no, this yeah. is Mark reply. I, no. I don't speak English. <laughs> you should have hit them with the Korean. <laughs> but it, it got really scary at that point. And then we, we moved to Brighton and then I was mm. like militant about not having my address anywhere and yeah. trying so hard to like keep things secret. And I think that that kind of messed me up for a long time. Mm. Like even when I would stream, I was so paranoid that I would like show Amazon or something and it would have like a yeah. yeah. postcode in yeah, it. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've been very terrified of that too. Yeah. yeah. Or anything would just show up on my desktop that like gave a hint to where I am or what I'm right. doing or like even like the time on my clock. So I got really paranoid. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but that was also like fan fervor and they were all like really big into like shipping and really like oh, just yeah. fanatical about yeah. everything. Yeah. That era of YouTube. <laughs> Which is swinging back now with all the Minecrafters. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's uh, still, it's, it's coming yeah. back. Yeah, 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 it's, coming yeah, back, it's, yeah. it's definitely coming but back. Thankfully, my audience have just kind of like matured with me and kind of settled down. And yeah, I think, I think the main thing that I got out of it was that I didn't set boundaries early enough. Right, right, and right. And I think a lot of people are scared of setting those boundaries because it's like... It makes their audience, they, they think their audience are going to hate them for doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you don't want us as close. You keep saying you love us and yeah. you actually hate us and you don't want us to come to your house. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Yeah. I skipped about seven steps there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, try not to rock the boat at all. Yeah. Try not to piss people off. Yeah, because I remember, like, I guess we, like, 
people like us have to be thankful to like the experiences that you went through because back then it did very much feel like the boundary just didn't exist and yeah. if youtubers talked about it then the consensus was well why are you complaining about this this yeah. is this is yeah. they you know, made you they made you why <laughs> why aren't you grateful oh, that yeah. fans love you so much you know yeah. I remember that during the whole like Team Ten house. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh. There was like so many videos. We could put the address in fucking public. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was like a listed Google place. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then people would turn up and they'd be like, "No, fuck off!" And then there was just so many videos of parents being like, "We made you. Do you know you wouldn't be there, this without us?" And like, oh they bought God. all your shirts. <laughs> yeah. oh God, you literally wouldn't be in this location without me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, thankfully, it does seem like the you know the mentality because of so many bad. Uh, interactions and bad fan stories that you know people are kind of getting the point now so mm. you know thankfully I hope so yeah yeah mm. did you ever have to look into security or anything like that did it ever get to that point no because everyone was just so nice about it no one was like doing any nefarious shit right me. right it was like like you didn't have the super weirdos coming up well yeah i say that but somebody did mail a tub of shit <laughs> to like a company address that i was registered at <gasps> what um, like, it was, apparently there's a website that you can mail like s- s- different types of shit to people so what had shown up I at, shouldn't laugh but that's very funny what had shown up at my house was horse shit but you can get pig shit cow shit dog shit and that was like when I was like oh, you guys are fucking weird was it, was it labeled as horse shit or? I think so yeah oh it was in like a Tupperware kind of thing like here is your tub of horse shit sir yeah but it didn't oh come my directly God. to my house it went to like a business address that I was yeah. interested in right 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 like, how, how long there, did- like, was like should we throw this away and I was like yeah. So how long did it take you guys to realize it was horseshit? It was just sitting there and just like something smells. It was a taste test. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was it. probably after my third spoonful. That I <laughs> That's horseshit. <laughs> a rather bizarre phone call to receive. Like, Jack, we have yeah. a box of shit. Did you order this? Because <laughs> somebody sent a cake to me before, right? And I was like, okay, I'm not eating that. Like, yeah, obviously. Cool. Oh, yeah. actually, I did eat it. That was stupid. Of me. <laughs> that was like I've, 20- I've done that as well. That was like 2015. We didn't know. That's, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. we learned the taste of horse shit. It wasn't a chocolate cake. <laughs> this is uh, that was the same story. Just you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was at the point. Like those were almost like back to back. Where I was like, eh. right. That was yeah. getting weird that you're sending stuff to me instead of like showing up at the house. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I've seen enough of like those kinds of videos and like heard enough of those kinds of stories to know like. Because, you know, during that time when you're starting off, right? Like, people yeah. are like, oh, so, like, when are you going to get a P.O. box? Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. like, send stuff. And hearing stories like that from early on, I was like, yeah. no, yeah. never, <laughs> Did you never. Have one? No. No, no. no I, yeah, I had one. It got really crazy. I just imagine it got overrun so fast. Yeah, you kind of just think, like, where am I going to put all this? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, that happened at conventions. I would go to conventions and people would just send us, like, boxes and stuff or bring them up to the meet and greets. Mm, and then, right. It's like, I, 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 like, paid, like, hundreds of dollars to ship it back to my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I was like, these are so many items. It was, like, three three or four boxes worth of stuff. And yeah. I was like, what yes. am I going to do with all of this? And then you run out of space. Then you have to move. And it's like... I feel awful having to like do stuff with this and it's like mm. you don't want to like tell people that you had to like throw some stuff away which yeah. is like awful to think about and yeah like, i like literally cried one time i was like having to like put stuff in a bin i was like i, I let everyone down and I was, like, oh. So sorry. oh man and then now i'm like 
<laughs> but that was the thing, like no boundary. And I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. no gifts at these things anymore because I can't do anything with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it's more of a logistical thing now where yeah. you, you, can't, you literally can't, can't take everything home. Yeah. And a lot of it, especially like food stuff, is it's now like a health and safety concern. Mm. Maybe it's got horse shit in it. Like who fucking knows <laughs> yeah, anymore, yeah, exactly. you know? <laughs> you never know. Yeah, someone gives you a COVID cake. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. That's something. That's something I didn't think we needed to worry about until now. now like post COVID. Someone, someone out this for like, that's a fantastic idea. People who just met you guys at the Comic Con were like, "Fucking missed out, guys." Yeah. That necklace I gave him could have been a COVID case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just gotta check if anyone's coughing on their gift yeah. before they give it to you. <laughs> oh, no. just, uh, just like detox. If fucking spray your cave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You just lather your cake in yeah. hand sanitizer. Like, like, or like early pandemic, when people, you saw those videos, people like putting the hand sanitizer on the apples and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Fighting COVID. That's it, what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Just, uh, in a bizarre way. Yeah. <laughs> Not getting COVID, but eating hand sanitizer at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Have you had, like, aside from getting horseshit sent to you, have he had any weird fan interactions just like at conventions or at events or anything like that? Oh, yeah. He used to go to quite a few conventions. Yeah, right? I think I think I'm done with them now. Mm, I think right. VidCon in 2020 was like right at the start of the pandemic. Like right a week after that was when lockdown happened. Right, and I got violently ill, so I'm. I think I got COVID like right at the beginning. At the right. time, no one was testing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah some yeah, people right. had like pulled out of VidCon for that. Mm. Um, and after that, I was like, I risked dying for mm -hmm. a convention, and I was like maybe it's not worth it right and then i'm like when people go there they don't really get an interaction with you anymore because mm -hmm. it's like someone's there with a timer for like 30 seconds and it's like a picture shake thank yeah. you bye mm. it's like i don't want to meet people that way yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly um what's what like what's the vidcon experience like because yeah we, i was none about of, to say like yeah. i've only heard the most like fucking wild things from people, <laughs> yeah from people like yeah, whether whether it be positive or negative. Here wasn't so bad because I think people here have a different culture and a different sort of mindset. Like mm, Europeans right. are a bit calmer than Americans would be. Mm. That I'm not right. I'm not stereotyping, you fucking are. <laughs> I've done a tour in the whole world. I know what you people act like. <laughs> um, but in in VidCon in LA was fucking batshit crazy. It was like the walking yeah, dead. And we, is it just scary? Yeah, point? yeah, it was terrifying. We we weren't allowed out onto the main hall because you just weren't. They have like a couple of hours scheduled after one of the days where mm. creators can go out and experience it, which right. there's oh, not, wow. there nothing wow. to do there. Yeah, It's like there's like a Snapchat booth and like- a, I did see it. It looked very uh, anemic. Yeah, it's, it's very corporate and it's very like branded and it's very kind of boring for anyone who's there. So mm, people right. are just there to see Creators, people. yeah. Right. And then like- as that was happening, we got to walk down the main hall and all these fans, like hundreds of them at the window, like faces pressed to it. Oh my God. And like we some, went to some dead right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just sounds like, oh God, we, so scary. We went to like the Gregory Brothers concert and we went, I went the wrong way because no one was like ushering us a different way. Right. People like literally like grabbed us and pulled us back out of the group. Wow. And then we like, <laughs> I, I went with like Matt and Ryan from Super Mega yeah. one year. Right. And we walked around the back and we were out like in the apartment area of it and walking around and some fan was like, I had like a hat, I had a mask, I had my hood up and somebody was like, oh, I knew it was you from your walk. I was like, this is, That's oh my I've never God. walked in a video. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, how did you recognize me? So after that, I was like, maybe don't do VidCon again. <laughs> right. Yeah, because uh, that's pretty much the experience we've heard. And that's like, it's, it's a convention where 
you know, as a YouTuber, you think you need to go to at least once, but every yeah. YouTuber I've talked to has been like, it's you like, don't, you don't need yeah. to go to VidCon. Yeah. Pa- PAX was great though. I have so many fond memories of PAX and like, mm-hmm. right. I wanted to seem all negative, like all my interactions were bad, but people, yeah, yeah. people at PAX were absolutely I've heard good things yeah. about PAX. Yeah. 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 And they mm. would, they'd wait in line for like seven hours and they'd be starving and they're just for a chance to like talk to you. Mm. And then right. everyone was so sweet and talk about how much you changed their life and everything. Oh. Yeah. And we were like, they, those would always go on. It was like scheduled for two hours and they'd go on for like five. Cause yeah. it's like, you just want to actually meet these people and yeah. interact with them. They're all lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like hearing you say that people in Europe and people in the UK are a lot chiller compared to people in America, like terrifies the shit out of me because we just went to a convention last weekend and uh, literally in that one convention, like a random guy just went up on stage on, on, on our panel and sat next to Joey. And that was like, to me, like I'd never dealt with anything like that in my right. life. Extremely so. traumatized. That's <laughs> yeah. sure. yeah. so i'm just like if it's like that in the uk uh, how is it gonna well, be like in america too many of them here yeah yeah so no, it, may, it no. might be that like it's the, the one first one we've here. done yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, literally the first one we've done so we like it's now or never yeah 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 so it's it's basically like a learning it's been like a learning experience for us right. as well did you go to indie popcorn is that one that you oh, went yeah. to see okay i think i went the year after you oh. and it was like it was like this really weird thing where it was like we do not talk about what happened last year. <laughs> 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 Genuinely, it'd be like, yeah, Indie Pop got there, all the stuff. Like, yeah, it's been really good working here, except for last year. Yeah. We had Markiplier and Jack in the same building. And it Holy was like, shit. they, they said that they were, basically, I, the message that I heard, maybe you can confirm. I'm, I just want to know this personally. I don't give a shit. About it. Yeah. <laughs> they basically said that, like, they were extremely woefully unprepared is the, the message yeah. that I heard. And the, yeah, was, we, we went, it was like 2015 or 2016. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. And it was the second convention i ever went to and it was me mark bob and wade all like in a line and people right. all day just lined up to meet us some people would come back multiple times we didn't have like a, a like a, a way of right. to mm. figure it out right and people were just coming endlessly like the first day we signed for nine hours Fucking we had hell. no food oh no breaks God. no anything Jesus. then the next day we went again and over like the three day weekend, we did 21 hours of signing. Jesus did they never Christ. cap the line nope. or anything like that? There was no capping. There was no like lottery system to let people in. Like everyone was lovely, but it was like, yeah. we just didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Nine hours. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't even like fathom that. Like, like you just get to the convention, sign all day, go to dinner and then do it again for two more days. <laughs> it, was, it was brutal. Yeah. Cause like, I guess was, is, is that like a, common experience with conventions with you especially in the early days because i feel like with you being part of like the early generation of youtubers where you know you started seeing the massive reach that you did mm. a lot of people were just like i from what i've heard just didn't didn't expect you guys to like have the reach or just have the like fan the engagement that stuff. you did yeah yeah because yeah. it was at indie popcorn <clears throat> they have a lot of like like movie stars and like mm. yeah 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 stars and they they do signings where it's paid for right yeah. right so we were like we don't want to charge fans to like meet us it's like yeah I, I wouldn't pay to meet me yeah so we were like <laughs> we'll just do it for free and like let people come so it was like yeah. anybody who was anybody was like there if they wanted to meet someone but didn't want to pay right some of those people didn't even know who we were they were like someone <clears throat> will know 
Right. I just came up to like take pictures and stuff. Yeah, because I guess right. like the, uh, even back then, especially back then as well, like I think just the general consensus of like famous YouTubers being at a con was just like, right. oh yeah, you know, they just like make videos online. You know, yeah. how famous could they possibly yeah. be? Yeah. You know, compared to like these like people who have been in Hollywood and TV and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, little did I guess Indie Pop Con, no? Yeah. 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 Well, we kept like sniping people from those lines. And then mm. all the people who were like had paid signings got mad at us and were like, Yeah, that's mm, happening right. as well. Yeah. They were like, giving it away for free. Like, of course, no one's going to come to my booth now. And I'm like, I just want to have fun, man. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them do charge like outrageous prices. Yeah, it was for, ridiculous. Like, like 80 pounds for yeah. an autograph. And it's like, what? And you didn't even like really get to meet them for very long. It was like an yeah. autograph and a picture and then buy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't pay for that. <laughs> I don't think anyone's worth that. You're better than that. Yeah, you're better on. than that. Come yeah. Because I, I feel like, I, I, I don't know how it would be in Japan, but I feel like there's very much like a culture in Japan where you you might very much like pay for something to get yeah. to see this celebrity oh, or yeah, this right. idol. Definitely in like idol culture, the, right? The, the, uh, the, the illustrious handshake events, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. Idols, yeah. yeah. I, I saw the weirdest thing actually, now that you say that, in Japan where I... We were like next to a, a theater. Um, it wasn't like, a, I don't think it was like a kabuki theater or whatever. It was, mm. There's like a term for it and I can't remember what mm. it is. Um, like a traditional theater type of thing? It was like, God, I'm trying to like find the words without seeming offensive. It was like. <laughs> it's, it, fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I think it was like a thing where like ladies would dress up as like guys and like have like really impressive makeup oh, and everything done. Um, yeah. uh, no, no, no. It's Takarazuka. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Takarazuka theaters. Yeah. yeah. And we we were, our hotel was like right next to a Takarazuka theater. Mm -hmm. And there was like dozens of people lined up outside every evening. Yeah. And people would come out and just like say hi. And they were all in line. They all like stood up one by one, all perfectly in unison. Mm. It was like a swim team, like perfectly choreographed. <laughs> like synchronized swimming. <laughs> but they were like, they were so respectful and they were like, let's not do anything on our end to like piss them off or mm. they'll never do this again. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. would come out and they would like wave to everybody down the line all the way. And there was, that would happen for like a couple of hours. And then everyone would like, Everyone would leave, and then they were like, okay, we're done. Like, fan club, go home. I right, mean, right. Fan culture in Japan is, like, next level. Yeah. They yeah, take yeah. it to, like, the limit. Yeah. Yeah. Or, what is a Takarazuka theater? So, Takarazuka is, like, it's this, basically, this, like, very true. I don't know <laughs> a whole lot about it myself, but basically, it's been around for, I think, close to, like, a century. Mm. And it's this, like, specific type of, uh, as you said, is a specific type of, like, stage performance thing that has, like, very high regard and high, like, yeah. royalty status, basically. Right. Of, like, yeah, basically, like, really acclaimed uh, female stage actress dress up basically they kind of cross play yeah as like males and mm. you know it's it's kind of like think of like if i don't know uh, a traditional shakespearean play was happening but all of the stage performers are female yeah okay. so like all the all the guy cool. characters are female all the female female uh, female characters are female yeah and it's uh yeah it's like kind of a musical slash stage play kind of thing um very very popular in japan for a very specific demographic i right. feel <laughs> yeah um mostly like you know kind of like women between ages like 20 to 50 are like yeah. really right, heavily right, into right. it um but it yeah was, it was cool though like it's really cool yeah. yeah some of them would still come out with like some of the makeup still on mm. it was really impressive and then we like looked it up like when we were back to the hotel to figure out what's going on and like the outfits are insane the mm. choreography is insane yeah. yeah a lot of money goes into it it's yeah uh, like some of the highest paid like stage performers i think in the world are Tazuka. yeah, yeah. Like, but i i just couldn't get my head around it i was like trying to figure out what it was mm -hmm. <laughs> just like a bunch of women coming out and like dressed as 
guy. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what the and fuck. I, yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to just say it's women dressing up as guys. Like yeah. obviously, yeah. there's more to right. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to offend anyone. But from a surface, that's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm not a horrible piece of shit. I swear. <laughs> Please don't cancel me. I don't know how many Takarazuka fans we have watching this show. You know, I feel the demographic is very different. The so one I, person I, who knows what you're talking about just raises their hand. Yeah, and it's like, like um, actually, <laughs> I work in Takarazuka. Very I've offensive. Tapped, I've tapped into that niche for you. <laughs> you're gonna subscribers are just gonna go up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Would you God. ever want to go back to Japan? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we we want to go. Like we were going to say, as soon as the the borders open for like casual visitors, which whenever whenever the fuck yeah. that's well, apparently it happened like very recently. Yeah, and, and then, then it it's and it's already shut recently. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, it's coming up to summer. I don't really want to be there. For yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be there. You don't want to no. be there. I mean, again, that's gr- why we're here yeah. right now, so that we're not there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like because my again, my girlfriend lived there for like seven years, so she was like. Oh, she kept trying to like warn Felix. Yeah, I've been trying to warn Felix the entire yeah. time. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. Felix is like, oh no, I love summer. Yeah, I'm like, you're not bro- going to after this. Yeah, I, like e- even for me, because like I like I'm Thai, so I've spent a lot of my life in Thailand. I thought I will, I'm prepared for right. Japanese summer. I know what a hot, like humid, humid yeah. Southeast Asian country is like. Mm. It's going to be fine. And I I remember spending my first year, my first summer in Japan, and I wanted to die. Yeah. Nothing like nothing even from like Thailand had prepared me for Japanese summer, <laughs> yeah. which is like it blows my mind because you know in winter it's so cold there. It's mm. so like at least in Southeast Asia you have like one climate. You know you have two climates. It's like hot and humid or wet and humid. You know, yeah, right, right, right. but in Japan in Japan you have like every single you know you have every single climate on on every single extreme of like the weather right. as well mm-hmm. so it's just yeah japanese summers are no joke yeah, i swear I, to god i went to korea for a summer and a winter and it's the same thing where it yeah. was just ball sweatingly just awful yeah yeah and i was like and I then co- ball freezingly cold yeah, yeah, yeah i couldn't yeah. eat my lo- my appetite was gone and my girlfriend oh, at the yeah. time was like yeah. what's wrong like are you sick and i was like i think so like what is happening it's like it's like walking through <laughs> Like wet air, <laughs> yeah. Sauna. yeah. Yeah, you're just in a sauna, just yeah. constantly. Yeah, it's yeah. Awful. It's and, like and, you breathe the air, and it's why is the air heavy? You know, yeah. it's heavy air. <laughs> why is there thick air out here? <laughs> and then you go into any building, and they just blast the shit out yeah, of yeah. this cold air, and then yeah. you're cold. Again. Yeah, so you're yeah, like, well, yeah. oh, I have to go outside to you yeah. know get rid of it. And, and like the oh, sorry, go winter for then is just the complete flip of that. Where yeah. it's like yeah. just snow everywhere. Everything's hard and icy, and the wind just stabs you in the chest. And then you awesome. go inside, you're sweating your arsehole. Yeah. yeah. The struggles of being from like this part of the world. Like, yeah. Any any weather is like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not mild. It was 22 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? That's why this weekend was such a shock to me. Because everyone, because, you know, uh, this was only my second time in the UK. Yeah. And everyone was like, when, when, I, when I tweeted out saying, I'm going to the UK this weekend. Everyone was like, oh, enjoying the weather. Because <laughs> it's going to be shit. Yeah. Meanwhile, it was like amazing fucking weather. And I'm like, this is shit to you guys? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it was good. great. Yeah, it's been really good. But also, like, UK is the type of place where you can have, like, you know, in Japan, you really have to, like, choose your fashion about what you wear, depending on the weather or something. Yeah. In the UK, you're, like, 90% of the time of the year, like, is it coat weather or is it jacket weather? The answer is yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, you're like, you, you can get away with much less choice in the UK compared to what you do in mm-hmm. Japan, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, I mean, I've seen a bunch of clips of you speaking Korean, and I think it just uh-huh. kind of surprises people. It surprised me. Because yeah. uh, you just don't expect people to just, hey, I, I speak some Korean. None of us are Korean. I know enough to like, 
like trick people into thinking that I know way more. Uh, that's how it is with every foreign language. Though. Yeah, so yeah. Like, we had some friends move over to Japan recently, and they don't know any Japanese, and they think I know more, a lot more than I do, just because you can get through the the kind of standard flow of conversation, right? right. Where it's like you know what they're going to ask and what they're going to say, right? For and all then, I know, yeah. you you could have just said I want to fart on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Leave Leave a comment. For <laughs> sometimes you know people are like what do they just say i'm like i don't have a fucking clue but i i have a rough idea right mm. i mean a lot of it is like body language as well right yeah and mm. that was the thing like when i went to korea i well i i went to korea because i i met a girl online mm. from right. korea like it was like a pen pal it's called interpals oh. right and it was like international pen pals and i right. had just I had just dropped out of college for like sound engineering and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. I hate it. Maybe I'll take a gap year. What am I going to do? Travel? I don't want to go anywhere. And then doing that was like, oh, here's a part of the world. Like Asia had always kind of like fascinated me for the longest time. Yeah. And I like Lost was out and they had like Korean actors in it. And I was like, God, the language is so cool. And I was like, yeah. I want to meet people from Korea and talk to them. And then one thing led to another and we started like dating. Right. And then I went to visit her a few times and... Mm. And right now, I was like, I, I don't know what I was doing. I don't know what I expected. So, so out you of watched Lost and you thought, that sounds cool. And that's yeah. how you started learning Korean. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How many years have you been studying it for? Like, kind of roughly talking it? It was like four years back wow. then. It oh, was, wow. It was from like mm. 20 to like 20. It was like around like 19 to 23 ish. Mm. Right. Doing like lessons or just literally just talking? Just all on my own. Wow. Right, right. We right. would like talk to each other on like instant messenger and stuff. And mm. it was a lot of, it was all, it was like, like romanized like korean yeah so yeah, it was yeah, never yeah like the actual alphabet it was just her writing stuff in english right and i would learn it so much faster that way and mm. I, I i think i just picked up on things quickly anyway that's good yeah and then when i went there it was like oh shit now i get everything because fucking textbooks are always like can you point me to the nearest <laughs> embassy and it's like hello this hello. is a pen <laughs> yeah so being there it was like it was all like body language and like seeing how they emoted and yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah and like just being surrounded by the alphabet and like seeing it on stores and like trying to read it all the time it just it accelerates things so much faster uh when we had kevin on kevin speaks some pretty good japanese uh -huh. and uh, he said the best way that he learned was just getting drunk and trying to speak it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that helped me a lot with Japanese as well. Yeah. Just yeah. getting drunk because yeah. you, you don't care that you're fucking up. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I would just kind of like be in her house with her family and they yeah. would have like Wuhan <laughs> Dojun on like in like Running Man and stuff. And I was like, I have no idea what's going on. But you can just, you can tell what's happening just through body language. Right. right. I would like right. pick up words here and there from mm. what I knew. And, Damn, you got chucked in the deep end then. Yeah. yeah. Hi, these are my parents. <laughs> yeah. Talk to them. Oh, God. Oh, God. And I made like the, oh, the worst mistake, which was like not putting yo at the end of words because I got so casual with her. Right. 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 And, right. I was, and then I was like, Komawo. And then she was like, Komawo yo. And I was like, oh. I'm never speaking this to you. <laughs> I fucked up the most basic thing ever. My manners were out the window. But. It, it was a cool learning experience. I think it matured me very quickly. Hmm. Right. And seeing like another part of the world, I was like, I think that's what I've learned over YouTube. It's like seeing so many like races, ethnicities, genders, yeah. like mm. skin colors, like religious beliefs. I was like, yeah. it like broadens your world so far. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That you can't like internalize your problems to just yourself anymore. Yeah. Do, mm. do you think learning Korean has helped, helped you like say, understand their culture more when you were over there? Because I, I feel like I feel like we've had this discussion before, but I feel like part of a culture is ingrained in their language, and yeah. you you might be able to like 
sympathize with some culture, but like empathizing with them through like language is just like a different different level, I think. Yeah, because they have like honorific systems and everything mm, and like mm. treating older people <clears throat> a certain way. And I that mm. obviously isn't ingrained in our culture here. Yeah, at yeah, all. yeah. Um fucking jog on man. Oi geezer. I, well, yes, we can't. Yeah, we don't do we really. No, we don't. No, no. it's completely I mean, different. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to think like, sure. So? <laughs> I mean, kind of, but no. not to that level. Do, yeah. Do you speak any uh, Gaelic at all? Not really. No. I, I speak Welsh, and there's there's a kind of honorific system. You're fluent in Welsh. Yeah, I'm native. Yeah, I went to Welsh schools and uh, did all my exams in Welsh. Give and, uh, what is like? How are you in Welsh? A sort of tea. Mm, it's Kunasatatu in Irish. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm trying to see like where the connection is. <laughs> but we have so many L's and stuff, right? We have the yeah. long town name, the mm-hmm. Sanvar of Pukugetukerokhundorshansirokorroch. Yeah, that one. Okay. He was just getting prepared. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Like clearing his throat. Yeah. So you have yeah. Berserk. I have Ryan Reynolds. You have Welsh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Before the end of this podcast, you'll be yeah. able to bust your flex. Out. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you, in Welsh, there's the honorifics of kind of like how casual do you speak to them, whereas you say T, G, or D. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm so bad at Irish that I wouldn't even yeah, be able yeah, to tell. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, we learned it in school, but like no one really speaks it enough in the part of Ireland that I was in, unless right. you're studying it, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I think I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think Welsh language, they the government tries their goddamn hardest to get more fluency. Right, it's taken like really seriously in Wales, and they're really like passionate about it. Mm. Seems that Ireland, they still are, but not to the same extent. Yeah, the like, west of Ireland is pretty. I guess Wales is west in the, yeah. that region of the country yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I don't know. I think just because not enough people speak it and we've integrated yeah. into the world better, like with right. English, I think. Yeah. Then, I don't know. I shouldn't speak about my own culture because I'm so unknowledgeable I, about it. I can't remember. In Ireland, all the road signs in Gaelic and yeah. English. Yeah, I said Welsh, it's the same. Yeah. All in Welsh and English. And, and like on the jokes. coins, there's like Irish on them and yeah. the, right. the like notes and stuff. So we, we have some of it there, but we're not like reinforcing it very well. Right, right. Okay. I found out that the... Uh, the uh, it mint for all the English money is in Wales, and I thought, how did they let that happen? Why, why, why haven't we taken it all? Yeah, like we need some of it. There's not. There's none of it in Wales. Right. Yeah, if Ireland had that, we would have got the Republic right, back. Right. So much. <laughs> yeah. like, are we not using this as negotiating power? Why are we not when using Brexit this? Brexit happened. You guys didn't lord that over their head. Be like, yeah, say say it again. I did. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you in Scotland didn't like rise up. Actually, the worst part is is that Wales was like very much for it, even though Wales benefited so much from uh, getting uh, help from the EU. But it was a mess. It was. It's a sad time. I don't think many people knew what was going on. No, I was yeah. actually at that VidCon that I was talking about in LA mm. when it happened. That must have been. So oh, we, really? Like, we were going to a party and the news broke, and we were like, "Well, time to drink." <laughs> <laughs> Let's forget about that. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it became. It was. It was about Brexit, but it was about so much more different things for the yeah. voters than, than yeah. what it actually was about, as yeah. it has become. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's not that. Yeah, I mean, I remember I was in, in America at the time as well. Uh, I was staying at uh, my you know now fiance's place, and uh, there's your flex. Yeah. yeah, he's getting married. That's his oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Hey. And it's your birthday. Hey, hey, it's my birthday today. All right, that's all you get though. Yeah, okay. Um, and yeah, I remember like seeing it on the news, and I'm just like, it was like fifty fifty, and I'm like, I'm gonna go to bed, and yeah. like when I wake up, I'll wake up to like the good news. Well, like, bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember still like waking up, seeing it on my phone, and I'm just like. Oh, it's so 
I must have like been dreaming of like obviously seeing this wrong and I like yeah. re- like refresh refresh my brain and I just stared at it for like a good like two minutes mm. and I just couldn't fucking believe yeah, it. Expand but- the top like Inception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expand the top in Inception. <laughs> at least you get the you get the Irish passport though, so you don't. Yeah, have to, that's true. Your yeah. passport doesn't just become shit. Yeah, and yeah. in the YouTube space, it doesn't really affect us. Yeah, that much, yeah. Unless yeah. I'm importing vegetables. Bullshit. Pay VAT on it. Yeah, but my, yeah. my coffee doesn't ship to England as easily now. Oh, okay. I actually wanted to ask about that. Why coffee? Yeah. Why is that the, is it to kind of stand out? You were like, ah, fuck it, not much. Yeah, because like cloak makes sense, right? Because, yeah. you know, that's that's a thing that, that's a move I think that YouTubers have been trying to make for a very, I mean, you yeah. know, yeah. I'm, I also made that move as well. Yeah. But like the coffee thing, I think no one was expecting. Yeah, I, I, I just really liked coffee for a really long time and I, Initially was like thinking of whiskey, mm-hmm. and I was yeah. like, oh. "That would have made sounds, it sounds yeah." Funky though YouTuber yeah. whiskey, is yeah. That, yeah. Mm. And I, it's just so much harder. Like, there's actual like laws around it. And yeah, you yeah. Drink it. And I was yeah. like, my audience probably wouldn't even like forty percent of them probably wouldn't even be able to drink it. <laughs> right, right. Getting it to different places would be impossible. And mm. then I was like. I kept thinking about coffee and I was like, what if we made like top of the morning coffee? I was like, oh, okay, that fucking name is too good. I have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. And then it was a part of that. Like nobody else was doing it. And I was like, it sets me apart from other people and it's mm-hmm. different than yeah. just doing merch and clothes. And right. Like, right. Right. It's just a fun thing that I had no idea about and like learning how it was made and that I just have my own yeah, coffee. Yeah. That I could, if it sustains itself, I get free coffee all the time. Now. Yeah, yeah. 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 Extremely successful. I assume. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I get was, free coffee every day. Was there any was there any like challenges that you didn't anticipate starting a company like this that has like nothing to do with YouTube? Yeah, it's initially it was like coffee's like a, a food item. So yeah. It's it has to be shipped as fresh and quick as possible. Mm. Right. So when we started, the shipping to England was a nightmare because we have to pay import charges and everything. Yeah, right. And it would take like a month to get it to people. Right. And then it would cost extra. So shipping here costs like twice as much as the coffee itself. Mm. Right. Um, and it, it was like starting a company, you have to start really small, especially when it's something that you haven't done before. And yeah, we had no like infrastructure really for it initially. So we, it's, it's made in like, uh, in America and it's made in like Nebraska and stuff. Mm. And yeah. It was shipping from there. And that was the only place that was shipping from. So we had to figure out a new method to get it to people cheaper, right. which we thankfully did. And all that feedback initially was like really really helpful yeah but as soon as it went up everyone was super pumped about it and then all that day i was miserable because <laughs> everyone right. was like this fucking sucks it's so expensive it doesn't ship here you don't right this. Uh, yeah yeah yeah. like the site went <clears throat> down and i spent the whole day being like man i spent so long like prepping this and i got yeah. so like emotionally attached to it that yeah. i was like trying to like put yeah. out fires all day yeah, yeah. I feel like no matter how much you make your merch though there's always that oh it's too expensive yeah yeah. Expensive. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah yeah i mean we don't have this like gigantic west system in every single town we're yeah. not walmart we can't yeah. just get shit to you extremely cheap well that was yeah. the thing is like trying to educate people while also like sympathizing with them and like, yeah. trying yeah, to meet right, them right. halfway with yeah. everything and yeah like not trying not to get too businessy with them, either. right? Mm. Listen, the, st- the breakdown costs right now. The yeah, I can show you our profit and loss account. <laughs> We're in debt. Yeah, <laughs> but like I guess I I want to like as a YouTuber, how do you even like start to like like <laughs> how, like okay with. yeah 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 I because, have a coffee guy <laughs> okay because like I think okay maybe like one day maybe we'll start like the trash taste coffee company. I don't know what it's yeah, going to be called, yeah. but like okay, so like, I'll I'll just phone my coffee guy. Go- 
who do I who do I, who do I who do I talk My to? Where, yeah, 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 yeah. Like where where do you even like start? Like, with that? Ethiopia to get yeah. Did you just like meet a dude who was like, oh by the way, I'm very interested in starting a coffee company? <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there was a company that was doing it with Brooke Dodger. Right. right, right. Oh, okay. And then okay. they were doing it with Smosh as well. Um, and that was another thing, like a review for the coffee came out and somebody was like, it was like a big coffee guy on YouTube and I have his book. He taught me mm. so much about coffee and I thought he was great. And then he was like, YouTubers getting into coffee. What does the business look like? <laughs> and it was all like, he didn't actually start his own coffee company. Like he yeah. used this other company to like source the beans and everything. And I was like, yeah, I said that. Like, <laughs> I don't think I was dishonest. Like, did people think I was going to like go to the farm myself and like <laughs> pay for generic like business videos of you just yeah. like touching the beans and yeah. just like yeah. handpicked by Jackson? <laughs> yeah. <that guy. laughs> like, I did start a company that has like its own official documents and yeah. like yeah. I don't I didn't like buy a roastery and my own roasters. <laughs> and, like, I think they expected a bit more out of it. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they were like handling coffee for people already. And we were, uh, my agents at the time were like, they, they just do everything for everybody. Right, right. right. Um, and they, they kind of knew a couple of people who were starting coffee companies already. And they were like, we can put you in touch with all these people. And then uh, Akira Coffee, who are doing the one that is uh, we're working with now, mm. they had done Dodgers. And when I talked to them, they just seemed so genuine and nice and open about it. And mm. they, they got it. And it wasn't all about like cranking money out of people. And mm. Right, right. It was so just really <laughs> honest, like genuine fun to do so now the question is how did dodger get in touch with that <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll go back the line yeah. we'll, we'll work our way up yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly but technically yeah i had a coffee guy that i wow. <laughs> okay yeah, okay definitely makes things a lot easier there's always somebody you know who knows somebody you know who right put you in touch with the right people mm -hmm. yeah and no. if not, you can always just tweet it out. <laughs> hey, I uh, want to find someone in Ethiopia. Yeah. Source me some coffee. Beans. See, like I've I've tried that a few times where where you just like you need a guy and like you tweet it out. You know, yeah, is, yeah. is there any and, and and like you get everything but that guy. <laughs> yeah. you, 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 most of the tweets are just like I don't. I'm not the guy. But good luck. And I'm just like, why, why are you replying to this Twitter thread? Know, or it's always like, I'm not that guy, but I do have a Fiverr account. I can make yeah. you some artwork for it if that's okay with you. And I'm like, thanks, but no thanks. Here's my fan cam that I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one, cool though. One, one thing I want to know, mm. right, is why did you decide to move to Brighton? Because uh, I, I want to know as a, this. As a Brighton resident. Well, I, I want to know this as someone who was born and raised in Brighton. And like, you know, I, I grew know up. I that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, you know, still technically live in Brighton. When flex, I'm, yeah. But yeah, I like, I remember when Brighton was a town, it wasn't even a city, it was yeah. a town. And now seeing like growing up and now seeing, you know, big YouTubers coming there and like, it's the cool city. It's the cool hip city. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to know like you personally, since you being such a big presence there in terms of like content creators who have moved to Brighton, what made you decide to do so? I think because Felix lived there for a long time and I had heard really nice things from him. And then like Alfie and those guys were there. And there was a couple of other like big. Oh, a lot of them were there. Yeah. Right, right. Were there, and I, I didn't really get it. it. When I got, when I went there, I realized, oh, it's like a mini LA. Now I kind of get it. Right, right, right. It's sort of like structure, but smaller. Yeah. Um, and I went there to visit him for the first time over like a weekend in October, like years and years ago. And then I just fell in love with it immediately because mm. I'd, I'd been thinking about moving already. And I was like, ah, LA's a bit too far. It's a bit yeah, too crazy. Yeah. You have to get visas and everything. And I was like, I kind of maybe London and then London is just a fucking nightmare. 
It's the yeah. traffic's awful. There's too many people here. It's just yeah. it's it was a bit too busy for someone who grew up in a tiny town. And then when I went to Brighton, I was like, this is lovely. This is like mm. small. The beach is there if we wanted. Oh, Friends are there. I'm feeling so prideful right now, man. I'm, I'm feeling so prideful. I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it just, the people were just so nice and like there was like a really strong like LGBTQ yeah, community yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah. everybody was just so like progressive and nice. The vegan community was huge there. Yeah. And I was like, this is perfect why would i live anywhere else and yeah just walking around town was a very walkable city and it was just really fun to do but you don't get like bombarded if you're like walking around town no really oh wow okay everyone's pretty chill in brighton oh yeah i mean people come up and ask for pictures and stuff but mm. if you say no they're like yeah okay hmm. i say yeah because it, it was it was really weird for me because uh, obviously now that uh, i came back from you know living in japan for two years and we started this podcast and before that i like didn't show my face on camera and like for the first time i started to get recognized in this home city that i like grew up in yeah so like 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 i, I would have thought that you would have gotten recognized a lot or it would have been like a daily occurrence so yeah i think initially when i moved it probably was but then now people know you're there they kind of right like there's no sense of urgency, right? Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Some people still have the like, you look familiar, but then they don't really go any further than that. <laughs> yeah. I guess like different sensibility as well. Yeah. Like yeah. we were yeah. saying yeah. Europe versus America. Yeah, 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 yeah. People here aren't as starstruck. Yeah. I don't think. See guys, Brighton's a cool city. Come visit Brighton. It's an amazing city. <laughs> no, don't. You'll ruin it. <laughs> it's nice. I like it. We, don't, don't make it to VidCon. <laughs> yeah. We, we thought about that for a while as well. Like maybe mm -hmm. we'll move to LA still and... Brighton's just nice. Every time we right. come back, it's like, man, we have a nice house. We live in a nice part of town. Yeah. The people are cool. The restaurants are really nice. Yeah, like LA just seems intense, you know, from my experience with it. It's it's too city, I feel. And especially mm. like it's definitely the culture behind it is definitely, you know, I feel run by this like, you know, stardom culture. It's a, it's a big meat around grinder. It. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. It doesn't really, because I, I said it before that when I went on tour, you get a good sense of like life in different pockets of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like going around different states, I was like, oh, this is kind of like that state, but you guys do this instead and you kind of get a feel for the culture a bit. Every, everything still felt like quintessentially America. Yeah, yeah. But then LA is just a different beast. Like it, it, it feels like we would go down the streets and like walk around and you can get a sense for the place like who's walking around and who lives there and like they're they're just a slice of life yeah right. but la is so hard to find that with like yeah anywhere you walk in it which is very few places it feels like everyone's just there to work yeah and no one yeah. Like lives there yeah yeah like every time i meet like someone in la you just get used to people introducing themselves then saying what they do immediately right. you know yeah. normally that's like like a few layers down yeah, in the conversation yeah. but in, in LA it feels like okay I'm this person by the way I also do this I'm yeah. working on this this yeah. this and that's just like I that was just like very forward for play. me sorry yeah working on screen yeah play. working on screenplay I got propositioned one in an Uber oh, in LA <laughs> and then on the same trip we heard a guy walking down the street and it's like I just don't think they're going to go for that screenplay maybe if we pitch them this other one I was like <laughs> No fucking way people talk like this. <laughs> it was, I was like, are we in a movie? Oh, they walk on set. Yeah, you're in like the traffic and there's someone like practicing their lines in like the car next to yeah, you or something. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. You hear horror stories of people who move there and then like change and become Hollywood. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think it's impossible not to. I That was another thing. Mm. I was kind of afraid to move there in case I mm. did become this monster. Yeah. yeah. You just, because I'm a sponge, I'll just take in what's around me. And I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, if I'm surrounded by that all the time, that's all you know. And yeah yeah it's very disconnected from the rest of the world i feel like mm. when we come back here and we live here it's like people don't talk the same they're not talking about stocks all the time <laughs> 
like investing in houses. Gonna have and, to scrap uh, the next topic then. <laughs> <laughs> so NFT. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I think that's like a, another big reason why, like, I probably could never see myself living in a place like that because mm. it's like, yeah, again, like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. yeah. You know who who turns into that, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, like, you know, I love all the people. I love all my friends that live in LA. For like, sure. They're all yeah. amazing people. But you know, at the same time, yeah, it is kind of like another world mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel real i mean i have so many friends there and so many of them just complain about la mm. all the time mm-hmm. like they don't even want to be there yeah but- <laughs> they can't leave yeah yeah it's hard to get out well it's, it's the best place for this type of work yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. i'm yeah. never more productive than when yeah. i go to la yeah it's yeah. true sure. there's always something that you could be working yeah on yeah yeah, yeah infinite I'm, connections right yeah I, I feel like if you want to network then you know la is the place to be yeah uh but at what cost <laughs> is there no part of you that ever wanted to try living in korea for a bit i don't think so i think it's too much of a culture shift yeah for me. Mm. that makes sense um and I, I'm a very social person and I feel like I would not integrate as much as mm. I would want to. Right. right. I feel like I would be very scared and nervous to like speak Korean to people. And mm. I would never go out and like join like a book club or go meet people <laughs> at like an event or anything. <laughs> right, like that. right, yeah. right, right. True, true. Would it's you, scary. would you ever, f- uh, are you planning to, uh, I guess, like stay in like UK and Ireland then? Do you see yourself like yeah, s- sticking around this I kind of so, area? Yeah. I think okay. it's I think it's nice enough. I think if we've carved out like a knife a nice niche yeah. like place for mm. us here and mm. yeah. I think again it keeps me very like grounded and keeps me like very in touch with the world. Yeah. Mm. And like walking around here and in Brighton I yeah. feel like I'm actually like a part of the like the bigger picture in yeah. a weird way. Yeah, no, that's that's it, awesome. It doesn't feel like a bubble like everywhere else. But I I've done LA for like 3 months at one point and it was really fun. I had a lot of friends there and like every night was something <clears> to hang out with. And yeah. So many good restaurants in LA. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. That is one thing that every time I go back to LA, I'm looking forward to the restaurant yeah. and foods. It's like the only place outside of Korea that has good Korean barbecue. Yeah. 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 So good. <clears throat> Korean barbecue is really good. Yeah. Amazing. I'm so, I'm so excited for that. Like, cause we're going to LA actually in about like two weeks, two, three weeks. From recording, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah from, from the time of this recording. Mm-hmm. And the first place I always want to hit Korean up barbecue. is the Korean barbecue. Of course. Yeah. All you can eat meat. It's just insane. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> you get it in Japan. It's like, yeah, it's all you can eat. Maybe, maybe if you're lucky and we're nice, yeah. but probably Well, not, Korean barbecue, yeah. I feel, is very different to like yakiniku, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Yakiniku is really yeah, good. Yeah, it yeah. is. They're both amazing, but it's like, it's it's definitely a different vibe. Yeah. I feel. yeah. yeah Do you sure. have any favorite Korean dishes or just any favorite like food in general? Um, I mean, I'm a sucker for just a good bibimbap. Oh, oh yes. yeah. God. Yeah. But like yeah. the proper Korean one, like the stone bowl. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's still crackling as it comes yeah. out. Yeah. It's just really good. And it's nice and spicy and warm and like, it's good winter food. But there's, there's also another one called, I think it's Solongtang, mm. which is like, it's like a ox bone broth. Oh yeah. I've had that once. And it's, it's, it's very tasty. It's, it's tasty. And it just like, it's, it cleans the soul. That's yeah. what it feels like. <laughs> I remember, I remember one time, like I was like, like one of the most hungover I've ever been in Korea. Yeah. I felt awful and had like the, 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 the ox bone soup. And it just felt like my body was just like so refreshed afterwards. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you guys put in there, but like, <laughs> it's like the ancient herbal, like, uh, like the ancient herbal medicine that they like, yeah. you know, that everyone talks about. That's what it felt like. For a thousand yeah, years. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Mix it in. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of like a mandu chige, which is like a dumpling stew as well. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Just any of those like, it's like stuff that I wouldn't get here really. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. 
fucking it's so good. I mean, it's probably a lot of stuff that you can't really get here, right? Yeah, like, at least not proper. Yeah, yeah. and mm. I'm a fir- I still stand by the Korean food is my favorite food in the world. I love Korean fried chicken. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. yeah, Korean fried chicken is also fucking incredible. Yeah. I like, don't realize that Koreans have perfected fried chicken. It's yeah. the best. Yeah, they have the best. I, I, I think Koreans have the best fried chicken in the world. Yeah. And to, to be fair, I don't think I've ever heard or met anyone who has said that they don't like Korean food. So yeah, it's pretty difficult. They yeah. haven't had it. That's a lot of the yeah. Time. Well, yeah. they haven't had the good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because I guess like Korean food wasn't as popular. I guess like uh, like ten years ago. Or something because I, I remember like I'd never even tried Korean food until around like 10 about like 10 mm. years ago and then because it was all like you know you see like Indian food or like Japanese food or Chinese food and like I never got a chance to try, try Korean cuisine and then remember the first time trying it I was like why is this not more more popular yeah. you know why is this not more widespread yeah K-pop are doing a lot of the heavy lifting on that yeah. <laughs> yes yeah, right? yes yeah <laughs> spreading into the world <laughs> which is great because now we have like a good uh, Korean restaurant in Brighton called Kogi, which is just meat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it does like legit Korean food. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Cool. So good. I got to check it out. I think that's new. Is it? Is it new since uh, or has it been around for a while? Um, I think it was right before pandemic. And I'm so happy that pandemic didn't kill it. Okay. Because <laughs> I was very worried. I was like, you haven't been open long enough to like have a float of cash yeah, yeah, right, yeah, to yeah. Like, survive this. But I think they're still going strong. Yeah. Because I feel like in Brighton now, there's just like... Like there's been a lot of restaurants been popping up now because when yeah. I because I I've, I obviously moved out of Brighton like about like just before pandemic and even then I wasn't really living in Brighton as well as more living in Thailand so just seeing like one thing that I've learned from Japan is I love food culture I love restaurant culture and I come back to Brighton and now there's like every cuisine under the sun there's like cool restaurants and I'm like fuck yes yeah yeah so like another thing I guess uh, that you've been doing a lot recently is the whole touring thing right mm-hmm. yeah and uh, as someone who well as we're about to do our very first tour like I want to know as like the the upper classman like of you know the experienced <laughs> one of tours. <laughs> Like is the there senpai. like yeah the senpai of tours <laughs> is is there uh like any I guess like how how different is it to like say you know a regular convention or like really like anything? Um, it's so much better than regular content. <laughs> it's like because yeah. like well this is great because you actually have people to like talk to mm. and yeah, yeah, to yeah laugh yeah. and joke around with but when you're on your own and you're recording a let's play and it's like am I funny nope <laughs> and then you're just waiting for the cameras to laugh back and it doesn't yeah, it's yeah. like when I went on tour I came back and I was miserable because I was like I don't know how to make videos anymore I, it's so <laughs> uncomfortable I'm just by myself and nothing I'm saying is funny right um, and I think some of that still lingers around today but it's such a fun electric energy and. I was doing them like every day and going out to a show and seeing so many parts of the world. And mm. again, mm. food culture is such a massive part. Hell yeah. The best part of tour is everything between your show. Cause right. I, yeah. I had a really good tour family and everyone was very mature and no, like there was no like egos anywhere and mm. everyone was just so nice. And I got to know them so well. Man, the fact that you call it a family and not a team just says <laughs> yeah. a lot. <laughs> like, like they say they're tour team. This, this, they say the team. this is the family. We're a guy. family. <laughs> Vin Diesel. <laughs> we because you just spend everyone's like sleeping on the bus and you all kind of like you're in such close proximity to each other right if any if any ego is there you'll know it immediately right and everyone will get on each other's nerves but we just have so much fun going to restaurants and like oh this is the biggest restaurant in this city let's go there and yeah Mm. we would hang out and just drink after the shows or go to a place like a day early we went to florida and i got to see like universal and Mm. got to go to the harry potter land there awesome awesome just 
like most of my best memories are probably from tour. <laughs> what's, what's, what's like the wildest location that you remember from like any of your tours where it's like, I want to go back and do a show there or like, I want to go back there to like experience, you know, what I experienced during, you know, pre or post show. Yeah. The, the weirdest one I think was New Orleans, which, sorry, New Orleans. <laughs> which wasn't selling well initially and then they were like oh they're a musical town like they'll show up on the day and they'll buy tickets at the door right and then i got there and they didn't so half the theater was empty right. it was like daylight out i could see everybody and it was like people were yelling at each other in the crowd at each other during the show yeah, yeah. being like you're great and somebody else being like shut the fuck up he's doing a show I'd be like no you shut the fuck up <laughs> and i was like i'm probably remembering it far more like hyperbolic than it yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like, New Orleans is such a weird town because they have a place called the French Quarter, I think. Mm -hmm. And that was like, like the, all the old timey buildings and like what you think New Orleans looks like. And like right. That uh, area of the world. Right. And it was like right after Mardi Gras. Right. So there was so uh, many people out like still celebrating that. And right. Then it was just like, it was almost like a line in the sand and then suddenly it's just metropolis out of nowhere. Right. So it was like right. going from old to new immediately and all these people out in the streets all having fun and, there was like a death museum there and we had like crawfish and I, then I had snails for the first time there and I was like, it was all these like experiences back to back where I was You're like, right. I'm not. Wait, pause. What the hell is a death museum? Where you go and like look at stuff about like dead bodies and pieces of like. Is that not just a cemetery? <laughs> <laughs> no, you get to see them. Oh, it's right, like a cemetery right. with windows. <laughs> At the end, you join the museum. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a lot of stuff about like the history of like death and like medical culture mm. and how they discover oh, cool. stuff. And Pretty sure the history of death goes all the way to the star of humanity. You know? <laughs> It'll go all the way to the end. <laughs> you know, this 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 guy, Isaac Death, discovered death and humanity just was never the same oh, again. <laughs> he brought it upon everything. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was a weird experience. So it was just a lot of like crazy shit happening. But mm. then the I think the coolest one was probably Florida because I got to do it in Universal. So oh, it was like wow. right. it was like the Hard Rock Cafe in Universal. Wow. Oh, right. So I kept hearing like we're doing the Hard Rock Cafe, and I was like, those are a big deal. And then we were like walking around Universal, and I was like, is the Hard Rock I'm doing like bigger than this? And they were like, that is the one you're doing. Oh wow! Right. So you actually had to like go into like the start of Universal to see it. Wow. And then wow. there were so many people outside of it. And I think there was something about it, like it was the first one or it was the biggest one in the world, like the Hard Rock. Mm. Right. And then we got like a private tour around it and got to see like the upper area where like Paul McCartney stuff was. And like, oh, so oh my cool. God. Like, Elvis's stuff was like lying around. Uh, I was like, okay, that, that's pretty cool. And that I'll sounds awesome. That that's a flex, yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and then, doing it and like the floor design of that one was like a perfect, like, like semicircle and like I was uh, able to talk to everyone perfectly. Acoustics oh, were great. Yeah. The, show, the show slapped harder than it did in most places. Yeah. So oh, awesome. what, what did you do in the shows? I, I did a mix of like stand up with like small snippets of gameplay in it. So oh, right. it was like a story about my life done in a stand up comedy way where I would tell stories of my past with like punchlines and everything. Okay, right. But then it was like broken up into three acts where I would have like act one would be like my childhood and here's where I grew up and everything about that. And then I played a modded Pokemon Blue because mm. that was the first game I remember getting that I, I loved. Right. right. But the game, the characters in it, like we set it up that you fought your rival and you had to fight six Pokemon, but all yeah. six were named after like 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 hard things in your life like fear doubt right, right. Oh, cool. and then the last one was called rent <laughs> <laughs> so we'd bring someone up on stage to play it and then give them a chance to like be a youtuber for like yeah. right. 20 minutes and then we'd move on to like my teenage years and that was like when i was like depressed and lived in a cabin in the woods and was miserable right. and mm. kind of like 
just sort of like relate to the audience. And then the last one was, we played Shadow of the Colossus for that one because mm. I, I discovered that game during that period. Mm. Right. And then someone came up and played that. And then Adulthood was all about YouTube and where I went from there and how right. I uplifted myself out of that. And then we played Happy Wheels on stage because <laughs> right. it's, it's the most hype yeah. game to play live ever. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but the whole point of the show was to kind of like relate the story of my life entertaining wise but to show them like here's where i came from here's what i did nothing is special i'm nobody yeah here i am like doing it yeah how do you make sure a show doesn't suck (laughs) i don't know fuck (laughs) we were hoping you'd tell us so that do you do 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 you write the show and then you're like fuck it's not funny how do i make do you call up screenwriters in la (laughs) help me out bro (laughs) well i call up uber drivers in another (laughs) i did it with real good touring was like brent and aaron and those guys oh yeah yeah yeah. we're we're doing it as well well. yeah Yeah. Yeah. so i i like wrote out the structure of it and they were like so can you perform it for us and i did practice shows to like 400 people in like chicago and stuff and i did it and i was like okay it's a show finally like i never i never wrote out the jokes properly i kind of just improv i had like like pillars to hint Mm. Right, kind of like improv them kind of as I went there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as the show progressed, I got better and better at it, and like trimmed the fat a little. And, yeah, but it, it'll work because you guys know each other so well, and <laughs> you've been around each other so long, and you you bounce like the same humor off each other. So right. hopefully, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you're right. Right. yeah. Maybe you're, how how maybe much like how much planning went into like I guess not like the actual like planning the logistics, but like the content of the tour or, or the show like itself. The narrative, like how long yeah, did that how long how long did that take to like. I think for me, it was like four months, Wow! but I, I kind of knew what I wanted going into it. Like I, I had the idea to do, cause Bo Burnham had released make happy at the time, mm. right? special before insight. And I was like, I want to do something like that where it's like, I always wanted to try stand up anyway. I didn't want to get up and do what I always do, but kind of a little bit to like pander to the audience with the games and stuff. Right. Um, but I wanted it to make sense in it. But the whole point was that I wanted to do something fun, but have like a message at the end of it. Right, right, right. Um, and the final line of the show was like, go out and be the heroes of your own story and like empower people to like do mm. the thing. Because everyone looks at this stuff and they're like, how did you do it? Mm. What, who do you know? They like got you here and like PewDiePie shout out and all this stuff. Mm. And right. they think that like these specific steps need to happen. I right. was like, I, I grew up in a town of 600 people and knew nothing about the world. <laughs> mm. And I fucked up tons of times along the way and I was miserable and depressed and hated myself and failed college. And then I was like, I still got up and like talked to people on the stage. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like anybody can do it really. Yeah, 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 yeah. You make it sound that's a lot easier. Not good. Yeah. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a different type of show. You don't yeah. have to get up and have that specific true, type true, of true. show. Yeah. I mean, you sound like it was, it sounds like an amazing show with an amazing amount of preparation and content that's gone into it. You know you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm yeah. sitting here listening, I'm sitting here listening, being like, guys, um, so he set the standard, but you know, don't, yeah. uh, don't, don't, don't expect to outshine people like Like, please. That's the reason we're not in free guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the tour did a lot for me on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reynolds is in the audience. Yeah. I feel like I'm just a good bullshitter. I feel like I can get up and like talk isn't off. That, the- isn't that YouTuber? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm every YouTuber. I feel like I can like talk myself out of any scenario. So right. I feel like I, I really enjoy live stuff and I enjoy right. it a lot more than uh, like scripted stuff doesn't really play that well yeah. with me. Mm. Do, you, um, do you enjoy live streaming much? No. That's so odd. So you enjoy yeah. live stuff, but not live Because I can't hear them. Uh, uh, you, by live, you mean like the feedback of yeah. like the yeah. emotions. And it's like you're in the space and everyone's there for a specific energy. And if yeah. like we had a thing at the start where I was like, 
put away your phones. You've seen me throw a screen enough. Like, yeah. now is not the time to do that. And <laughs> that's what's yeah. going to happen to Connor after Altor. <laughs> he's he's going to try and go back in the live stream and be like, it's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. when I when I don't hear the pogs in like yeah. the crowd. Where's the laugh? Where's yeah, the yeah. laugh track, dude? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I'll go live and I'm like, this is boring. Where, yeah. where, where, where's the feed? I want to yeah. see. Uh, just have a fucking sound deck where you yeah. can just yeah. play a laugh every now and then. Yeah. Did you? It, oh, it, is, sorry. it is more fun to do it live. And I feel like because the, the show wouldn't translate to a video well, uh, yeah. we did the documentary and everything of it, but we mm. still pulled out so much of the show from it. Cause I'm like, none of these jokes land if you're not there. Of right. course. Right, and everyone's right, right. there to giggle and everyone's there. to like anything you say, will make them laugh. And I feel yeah. like nothing's like taken out of context. Nothing is weird about it. No one like takes something and then brings it somewhere else. Yeah. And I feel like live streaming is a lot of that where I'm like, yeah. I could, I could say something and you could take it out of context and put it somewhere else. And, seeing people show up. I'm such a people pleaser. So if somebody says, I hate this and it's one out of like a thousand, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. still see it and it'll like ruin my whole mood. Oh, right. oh. So I, I just, I empathize with people way too easily. And if someone's not having a good time, I'm like, this, it's my fault. I fucked it up. So I'm like, why am I live? Why did I go live if people aren't enjoying themselves? Did you get many hecklers or anything like that you had to deal with live? Um, not like bad hecklers. Okay, okay. Right, right. Like just people who were enthusiastic who right, treated right, it yeah. like a panel at a convention. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like lost my trail of thought and I fucked up one of the jokes one night and said like the punchline way too early. Um <laughs> How do you recover from that on stage though? Yeah, like, I didn't. I just moved on. <laughs> it was awful. I like yeah. I like froze. And I had Maybe if you do your live show, you'll have this experience because other people I've talked to have had it where you go on I I've I had done the show like like 30 times at this point. And then at some point I was like saying the show and I like drifted out of my body and I was like, what if I fuck this up right now? And I was like, I could say anything. I could say the most horrific shit ever that would ruin everything. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, I'm not even paying attention to what I'm saying. And right. my mouth was just like saying all of the jokes. Right. And I was like, I came back into my body and I was like, I've never had that experience before. Wow. Wow. And some therapist is like, yeah, you have a condition. <laughs> yeah, come, come see me in my office. Yeah. <laughs> but that was so bizarre how your brain just like takes over and just works through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I guess you probably get doing live streams. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like thinking yeah. about mm. dinner and everyone's in chat, like you're just making jokes still. Yeah, you can definitely autopilot it after yeah. a while. I mean, sometimes I do on this podcast, you know, <laughs> not yeah, even with honestly. a live audience. Sometimes I'm just like, my mouth is like moving right now, but yeah. I don't know what point I'm trying to make. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying shit, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, God, I got to take a shit. Like, like, <laughs> do you I'm, have ADHD by any chance? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. I, I actually only got, got recently diagnosed, Me too. actually. Like two oh, months ago. Hell yeah. High five. ADHD <laughs> <Yeah>. club. <laughs> Wish I could join in this flex. So. Yeah, I can't either. I'm just fascinated to know how many people who do this job have ADHD because I'm convinced it's like yeah. 80%. I think it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like every live streamer I know has ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm, think it's impossible to be a successful streamer if you don't. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like it's because it's, you know, because it's so much stimuli, right? Yeah, and it it's is. Like, yeah. And there's so much multitasking. Yeah. And I guess even like at the beginning, it just felt so overwhelming. Right. You know, like you have yeah. like, you, you want to play the game. You want to do whatever activity, but then you have to have like a second, like like a third eye to keep like keep an eye on the mm -hmm. chat and everything like that. It's like, Damn, it's. Just do it. 
Yeah, and then and then it becomes second nature. But yeah, like yeah, I remember yeah. when you start when, when you, you start, start off, off, it's like oh, it's yeah. too much. Yeah, I've yeah. said this to these guys, but I I enjoy I don't really enjoy gaming if if I'm not doing it on stream. Mm. I just feel like yeah. unless I see those like funny little emotes popping up in the corner of my eye, I'm like <laughs> some of my brain. There's a whore not, for content. I think I maybe I am. I think I am a whore for content. I think. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. yeah I, if I don't see that cake, W, it doesn't get me up in the morning, man. Something about seeing that Spanish guy laughing just makes me feel so happy. I'm like I made a joke and people laughed even though it wasn't funny but right, yeah. god these paid actors are great yeah. <laughs> what you have is called a parasocial yeah. relationship <laughs> maybe I'm parasocial yeah. I'm, I'm like guys please turn up <laughs> please laugh at my joke yeah it's like, definitely something to like making your own schedule I think ADHD people relate to yeah definitely because like that's why that's why to me like i could never be like a full-time streamer i think mm. because you know with a stream you know sometimes you you always feel the pressure to stream like certain hours you know yeah. at least yeah. like prof like real professional streamers where with youtube professional stream you know well, yeah yeah well, well well but like with youtube my like my like productivity is not like a linear curve, you know? Right. So I'll have like certain days, certain weeks where I'm just like on it. And then certain yeah. months where just like nothing happens and I don't know what to do about mm -hmm. it. And it just like, it goes up and down. So yeah. that's one big difference between I think YouTube and Twitch streaming that I enjoy. But I mean, you uploaded it every day yeah. with ADHD. Yeah, you How basically had a streamer schedule on YouTube. You yeah. I mean, I, I have done the streaming thing for a while. Yeah. We did the Rust yeah. server like years ago oh, with right, all yeah. the Among Us crew, and I was streaming yeah. like eight hours some days and like staying up till six a.m. to play it. And, yeah. yeah. But after that, I don't know. It just made me anxious to go live. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. feel like I can make something more entertaining when it's paced around editing. Right. But mm. if it's me, I'm like, I don't. Know, I've, I just find myself boring. You think there's like too much downtime? Between like yeah. the highlights, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's just like a background kind of brain thing going on. Right, right, right. I don't know. If the just the feeling of having to like please people live just kind of got to me. Yeah, I can imagine like because I I I I, can't, I guess like I can relate because when you feel like you do have to like always be on it and always like be entertaining, it's just yeah. so draining, you know. Mm -hmm. Whereas uh, you know, with I guess like with a let's play, you can take a break and you're just like okay this part's going to be edited out yeah. no pressure mm. but when it's live yeah. you constantly feel like you have eyes watching you yeah plus if i stream like you said there's a certain amount of hours like if you stream mm. less than two hours everyone's like go away no one yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but it just got in the way of other work like there's other things there's i want to do mm. uh, like mm. my youtube would suffer for it and if i'm not uploading those streams then what's the point yeah so, yeah mm. I'm I'm a much better YouTuber than I am a streamer. Right, right, right. It's not the same skill set at all. Yeah, no, despite what people think. No, no, definitely not. Yeah, going back to the tour, I'm wondering like, did you find that there was like different crowd energy in like the different places that you went, and you had to like kind of tailor your performance to where wherever you were or like the energy that you felt? Yeah, I mean that's what I was saying. How like you can tell Americans are just far more boisterous about things. Right. For a live scenario, that's fucking amazing because they will yeah. cheer you on to everything <laughs> and they're so they're so much like more energetic and they're just so much more maybe they're more attuned to live culture or something i don't know yeah 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 um or maybe you're just loud but it's great <laughs> it made me feel awesome um but then going to europe it was very different because there's like some jokes that are kind of like like about ireland and like mm, like right. being a catholic boy and go, being an altar boy in church and things yeah. like that and i think americans relate to irish people very much Considering they all tell me they're Irish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't know any places from there. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But I think Guinness factory, yeah, of course. You go to Boston and suddenly everyone's Irish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But um, places like France and Germany, like there was language barriers and stuff, and mm. like Irish humor mm. didn't really play as easily. People right. were still fun and they had energy and they were still energetic about it. But some places laugh right. more than others. And then mm. having a joke about like I had a joke about being an altar boy, and then I was saying like teenage years got dark or whatever, and it was like a joke about basically hinting at like priest versus altar boy culture right uh, right right but not saying anything about it obviously just letting the audience like make that interpretation and then right. i was like no not that kind of show <laughs> and people would laugh but salt lake city did not like it's like mormon mecca yeah right right where right all the mormons like go and like big churches yeah. right there and they were kind of like they were like mm, don't like that one <laughs> do, do people like come up to you after the show for example and like you know be like oh hey you know i really liked your show but like this joke was kind of weird or you know because you hear about like comedians doing right. that right like right. after the show they'd like go into the crowd and be like meet the fans or like you right. know and it turns yeah. out it's really easy when you're not transphobic like, <laughs> if you're not saying racist shit transphobic <laughs> shit homophobic shit it's really easy to like put on a yeah, show without yeah. those wow. jokes in there what a hot take <laughs> <laughs> only the hottest takes here it's on really trash taste it's easy not to punch down on that's true. yeah yeah yeah, true. yeah 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 wow um but yeah i mean my my jokes never really went that far and a lot of stuff is yeah. about my life and my experience through it so yeah. it's like luckily you weren't a uh, Transphobic racist. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Life's much better when you're not though. <laughs> when a joke doesn't land, does it? Is does it like? Because like I can't, I can, Im I can imagine it like in like a Twitch scenario. I can't imagine it in a live scenario yeah. where you're just like, this joke's gonna land. Yeah, because it's just if, like, like if you say a joke on Twitch, right? The worst thing you'll have is someone in the chat being like, that wasn't funny. Yeah, sure. but it, when they're in front of you doing that. <laughs> I'm sure it hurts a lot more, right? Yeah, there's a, been a couple of times where like I have a big punchline and there was yeah. like one joke near the end of the show that even now, like I just didn't know how to get the punchline across. Right. right. And I would say it and then people laughed at the thing before it a little louder. <laughs> like, oh, that's not the punchline. I'm like, do I move on from this now? Uh, and like right. cut it off there or do I? But I'm, I'm a whore for a laugh. I'll just, <laughs> I'll keep hammering it until someone laughs. And then if it's really cringy, you just lean into that and be like, huh, yeah. no takers? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Like, I thought we were here for a comedy show, but I guess not. <laughs> and then the show in London, I did it at the Troxy Theater. Um, and it, I don't know why I said that. No one fucking knows where that is. <laughs> but I, I, like, um, yes. <laughs> I, I did it there and the projector broke. So the HDMI right. connection didn't work. So when ah. I had to have the game on screen, it didn't show up. So I had to like right. vamp for a bit and like right. build right. up the crowd and like bake it into the show. Mm. But right. Then, People said it was funny, and I'm like, I, you got a more unique experience, I guess, out of it. Yeah. Mm. So sometimes the cringe kind of like helps, but there's definitely times where I'm like drowning on stage, and I'm like, please, just now, I don't have enough material. <laughs> that, that makes me feel good that at least I have these two to rely on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't think I could ever do like a solo like stage show. Like, yeah, if we I'm drown, like... we drown together. <laughs> <laughs> With enough prep, you'd be able to do it. Right. I think well, I think any of you would be able to. I hope so. Right. Right. Maybe maybe one day, I don't know. But, but <laughs> this time around, at least it'll just be us three. We, we, we got each other's backs. Yeah. What What are you guys gonna do in the show? Um, that's a really good question. Well, I mean, like I time to start thinking about. <laughs> that. I mean, without spoiling any of the ideas that we have mm -hmm. right now, mm -hmm. I like the general idea is to bring the trash taste experience, which we're famous for. 
just on stage. Because basically, I, what you're experiencing right now, Sean, we yeah. want to we want to give the audience a little bit of a taste of basically, you know, being on the show, being part of the show, kind right. of, you but know, have paced hopefully. Yeah, but hopefully, better <laughs> yeah. pace with yeah. less yeah. tangents, maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah. We'll see how it goes. It will be now. more structured than one of our episodes, but yeah. it'll be like you know the highlights of why you like the Trash yeah. Taste show and everything, yeah. just mm. brought on stage. Sure, you have your own running jokes that you can bring back. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Now, do we have our own running? Many, jokes? yeah. <laughs> 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 bring people up on stage that's always a crowd pleaser as well and that's always so scary though like that because yeah. it's like what if you accidentally bring the wrong kind of person up on oh stage? yeah that i'm sure that's happened it yeah. happened in iowa where it's like i brought people up and being like do you have a youtube name because it's like if you're going to sit in the chair and like do the thing if you have a youtube now is the time to shout it out so right yeah people here will go home and watch you mm, if yeah. you're good at this but then it was a chance for people to make up their own name and then i would make right. up like titty sprinkles and things mm, like that right but then one guy got up and said that he was R word giraffe. And I was like, <laughs> and the crowd cheered. And I was like, okay. I was like, nah, you got a different name. And yeah. I was like, I kind of just had to like cut it off and like move on immediately. Right. But you yeah, don't want to like yeah. bum the crowd out and like admonish yeah. the person on stage. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. But at the same time, it's kind of weird to be like, all right, thank you, R word giraffe. It was just round of applause. <laughs> round of applause for R word giraffe. Yeah. It was it was tough. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess that just comes with experience. Then that like he hearing your stories that scares me, but it also yeah. makes me excited. It sounds yeah. like a very yeah. very fun experience. I mean, I think everyone there kind of because you're not like professional comedians. You're not like John Mulaney getting up. So yeah, yeah, people expect them to handle it better, right? And like right. hecklers and stuff because I've been doing it for years and there's like a formula to it. But I think yeah. with our type of content, I think people are far more forgiving. Yeah, if you kind of like stall on stage and people are yeah. like. I wouldn't know how to deal with that. Yeah. Mm. But like, I also think like a lot of YouTubers, we started off, you know, we started off doing YouTube videos because we were not good at maybe like speaking in front of like a public mm -hmm. audience or maybe that's just how we were as a kid, you yeah. know? We never thought that we'd be like standing up on stage in a panel yeah. and like, you know, public speaking basically yeah. and so it's just it's been sometimes it's a real learning curve to be like maybe this this is actually really fun yeah. and it's a skill that you develop in your career which you never thought you would I yeah. guess. I think the secret to me for live shows was to not be afraid of the audience. Right. Because there's a tendency that there's so many more of them and now they're here and they demand a good show because they're paying for it. Yeah, 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 but yeah. But if they started heckling or anything, I would just like shit on them immediately. <laughs> right. Be like, it's not a fucking classroom. Like, you don't have all the answers. <laughs> and like bake that into the show and then they're kind of like, okay, I'll be quiet. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, or if someone gets up and says the wrong thing, then you just hand them the mic and be like, okay, good luck. <laughs> like, you handle the fucking crowd. <laughs> There's a, there's a bunch of little things like that. And I think mm, right. getting over that fear of like right. the audience can't like destroy me while I'm up here. Yeah. Mm. I, should take, I should have taken notes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, if only there was some other way you could look back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I can't watch back. <laughs> I don't watch my own shows. <laughs> yeah. I guess like one thing I want to ask is someone who has been doing it for this long and who has amassed, you know, the amount of subscribers the and cult, the fame, that, yeah. yeah, the cult, essentially. <laughs> it's like, how do you see, I guess, the future of like content creation on YouTube, right? Because it's like, you know, you've obviously hit a point that a lot of people today have not hit. Mm. You know, it's it's kind of a because you know, like I could never relate. Obviously, it's like where you are, right? So it's like I want to know: Do you reckon, as someone in your position, do you see like a future for YouTube content creation? Because like you were mentioning how like recent you know culture around youtube you're not 
a massive fan of. Not really. Right. I don't. I don't blame it, and I don't like hate anybody who like plays into it. But for me, mm. it's not why I started. Yeah, mm. my stuff, and it's it's all like idea, title, and thumbnail first before anything else anymore. And then it, yes, it is. And people have like, oh, I have an idea. How do I do this in like Fortnite? Because it's like, well, I have to get Fortnite in there as well. And yeah, 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 it's yeah. Like people are just playing the game, and that's fine. But I, I've never liked doing that. Mm. Yeah, I'm always like, if I find a game that's like, like a random Japanese horror game that suddenly gets four million views, and then it's like that feels better. Yeah, and yeah. I, I seeing yeah. that in like the trending tab feels better than seeing all the same. Like you don't want to be like a slave to the SEO, basically. Yeah. Right? kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. and no, I feel I like that. I feel like my channel has been as successful as it is. Like I have the privilege of being able to do whatever yeah. I want. Mm-hmm. You played uh, The Closing Shift. I'd played that recently as well. Yeah. And that was a, that was an experience. That was phenomenal. What a, what a f- Starbucks simulator with horror in it. It's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I haven't uh, played but it. I saw a lot of YouTubers playing it's it. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I it's didn't very, know what to expect. And it's just the right amount of jank to have so much character as right, well. Right, right. Oh, God, the game is Yeah, because I, I started going back and playing much more of their other games. Mm. And... Um, they, they, that closing shift one is definitely their best one. Like they've started yeah, to like hone right. in on what they're good at. Basically, mm. you work at like a Starbucks. Uh, to anyone who doesn't know, and uh, you have a stalker. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of it. That's, okay. uh, yeah. I saw a bunch yeah. of clips. It like it looks genuinely unknown. It's got the yeah. worst yeah. jump scare in video game history. <laughs> that fucking woman with the pram. Yeah. I fucking with no my, baby in it. I, I, I lost my fucking heart. Yeah. I was ready to drop kick a child. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 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 just like fucking tip the pram over. You yeah. Piece. But it's also kind of scary because you play as a woman like at night in this place mm. with all these dudes like hitting on you, and it's like, right. Right. This, this happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not even like a ghost showing up. It's like yeah. just a fucking weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just that it's got that. I, I love this game. It was amazing. It was so much fun. P- please play it if you haven't, because yeah. it'll have this super seriousness and it really builds up this tension. And then a guy will come in and start be like naked break dancing. Yeah. And oh so yeah, I saw that clip. Yeah, like yeah. it's this game that just in the best way cannot decide what theme yeah. or mood yeah. it wants to give you. And then it like disarms you though, right? Because you're scared. And yeah. then this guy yeah. comes in, you're laughing, and then you're like, oh, I really close up. And then the fucking you get jump. Right. Ah! Yeah. Like, it, it's so. And then good. the other dude comes in, he's like, no need to nihongo jozu me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so I'm like good. fuck off. Is that a natural line? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's such a it's such a good game. Yeah. And ninety percent of it is you making coffees, and it's, right. it's, it's right. so stressful. Yeah. Definitely gonna try that out. It's so yeah, good. It's yeah. I think yeah, especially it as like a you know as a content creator, there's definitely that aspect of like this stalking thing is a little too yeah uh, yeah a little and too it's, close. It's just right. made by two Japanese brothers. Yeah, mm. they just go by Chill as Art online. Yeah. But they make really, really good games because their old stuff is all like supernatural shit. Mm. Yeah, I feel like they're really getting into like real stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's so much scarier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that you like you've your content is so like obviously like revolved around gaming before, has that changed your relationship with gaming at all? No, I game all the fucking time. Yeah, right. Are you a gamer? <laughs> Are you a gamer? And, and I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. He's uh, also touch grass. <laughs> I am. Um, I mean, I still I pick and choose what I play more. I think this time, and right? Still, sometimes I'm like, a game comes out, I'm like, fuck, I should have played that on my channel. It was so good. Right, and right, right. I, it's like very hit and miss sometimes, and then. I don't know. I just, I like having games for myself. I think that's my favorite pastime still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. like how they're made. And I, I always kind of wanted to get into game design and voice work and stuff. So I think from a mechanical standpoint, <clears throat> right. I still really like them quite a bit and mm. artistically. And they're just so good. And they just keep getting better. What's yeah. like so your, many to play. What's like your recent favorite game? 
Elden Ring. Yeah, I was going to oh, say. Yeah, I okay. knew he was going to. Elden Ring oh, okay, is so yeah, good. I, they had, surprise, oh, surprise. They just played it. They won't play it. I don't know why. No, I, no, I, I, no, I, no, no. I, I, don't put like words in my mouth. Just play it right now. No. <laughs> no, the thing is, no, the thing is, I know I'm going to like it. Yeah. That's exactly why I haven't started yet. Because yeah. You love Mike's- Berserk and haven't played... Have you played the you other ones? You can play as Yes, guts. I have. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, pl- yeah. I play Bloodborne and like the Dark Souls games. Like yeah. I love FromSoft, but like I know I'll get into it and that's exactly why I'm scared to get into it. It's like Final yeah. Fantasy 14. Like I know I'll get into it, but I know if I start, right. commitments out the window. It, it's it worth de- it. It's it definitely it. ruined my life for a it, long Right? Mm. But yeah. it's worth it. It's like amazing. Yeah. No, it is. But like it if is. it had come out like this time last year, you know, like in the it middle was, of the pandemic. It was supposed yeah. to come out earlier, okay? No need to rub it in yeah. there, right? We waited so long. Exactly. It, it was the perfect pandemic game and now I'm like traveling in like fucking yeah, four exactly. different countries in like three months or whatever. Right. I'm like, this it'll, is- It'll be there. Yeah. yeah. It is definitely a daunting task to take yeah. on because the first playthrough is like 70 hours. Yeah. yeah. And then like, meanwhile, there's a guy who can beat in like three minutes <laughs> as well. So he's not yeah. even playing Elden Ring. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's playing Dance Dance Revolution and yeah. shit is happening on the screen. He's like coding the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the zipping speed runs are like, what are, What the fuck is the point of this? I mean, he like, doesn't even <laughs> like them. On his streams, he's like, I fucking, I wish I could fight things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could play the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, yeah. his Bloodborne one is still really really good and that's all like perfecting like the craft mm, yeah, yeah. Perfecting the bosses yeah and i God, think that so yeah good. i guess i guess like final question like is that you've done already so much of your career is there is there anything yeah, left that you next? want to do in the future <sighs> no <laughs> like you, you know you've done multiple tours now you've amassed a massive following you've met ryan reynolds like i don't think there's anything else Where, right? where's it go from ryan reynolds yeah, from, how do you talk ryan reynolds <laughs> don't know <laughs> co-starring um, with ryan yeah. yeah i think i think narrative stuff is kind of where i'm headed right i kind of had yeah. like projects in the back of my head and stuff that i've wanted to do for a long time like stories and right like acting out characters and stuff and i think i'll probably get into that mm. you know right. write a book <laughs> hell no <laughs> there's a big pressure to write books years ago when everyone was doing them and i was yeah. like yeah. i haven't lived a life yeah. it's like what am i gonna what write about i think you have now yeah what about the, jack, the jack cookbook <laughs> you can write a whole chapter just on DVD. being friends when's with the Ryan workout Ronald. dvd yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, come on. yeah i don't know i, I just kind of want to focus on the yeah. coffee stuff and i feel like i haven't yeah. even like nearly started cranking that as much as i could right and, right just kind of before i was like taking on too many things and doing them all kind of poorly right I right take right. a few things and do them a bit better and yeah focus and yeah. 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 Sounds good like mindset. a good Yeah, sounds like a good path. Well, I guess well thank you for coming on the yeah. show today. No problem. Thank, thank you for having me. Hey, thank look you at so all much. these patrons though. Oh my yeah. god, you see all of them, Jack? Look at them all. They're yeah. just flying out everywhere. <laughs> Why are they here? Yeah. <laughs> Cuz they support the show. People pay for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Know, right? <laughs> oh, that name there. Yeah, oh, you oh, paid right. for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a shame credit. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you'd like to join the shame credits, <laughs> go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash trash days. Also follow us on Twitter, send us your memes on the subreddit, and if you hate our face, listen to us on Spotify. And uh yeah, I mean you already know who fucking Jack is. Do you want to shout out know who yeah. it is? Yeah. You wanna shout out your socials, Jack? Buy my coffee. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, yeah. My socials mean nothing anymore. Yeah. What is it top of the morning coffee.com or there you go. There you go. Did I get that yeah. right? Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Your sponsors for this episode are gonna be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's fine, it's fine. Shout out another it. one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you. This yeah. was very fun. Yeah, thank so you very much. And we'll see you guys uh, in the next episode as well. Bye. Bye. Stay weeby. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>